I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Thank you for listening to Who Will Survive Horror Podcast. This is episode 39, and we are here to celebrate Shark Week. And for Shark Week, we were going to throw this big Sandman festival, but uh, my buddy Marco here has some bad news. What's going on with uh, with our Sandman festival? Hey, what's up, man? Yeah, our Sandman festival is being threatened by uh, some sort of land shark, sand shark or something, but I might know huh. a few scientists that could uh, crossbreed some interesting, you know, animals for us to combat oh, right, right. sand shark Like problem. a biological yeah. experiment to make another monster to fight the monsters that we already have? That seems, exactly. I can't see how that would go wrong. Very credible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. So who is this person that uh, that we have to to bring uh, some science to the show? We have Corp Psyops. Oh, Corp. What's going on, man? You got, uh, got some biological warfare that we can use against these sand sharks that are messing up our Sandman Festival? My lawyers have advised me to refrain from saying biological warfare. Oh. How, how, uh. However, I do have synthesized species that are expert in killing enemies. Oh, perfect. Well, we do have some enemies, and we need them taken care of. How do you think, like, after they kill the sand shark problem we have, are they going to just, like, go away? Or are we just going to yeah. have a new we monster? Yeah, another problem. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, that kind of depends. I mean, it's a, you know, the, when you watch horror movies that take place in like a sci-fi kind of realm like that, and the scientist sure. says one thing and then the exact opposite happens, Yeah. <laughs> I try to avoid that by not promising you safety or that there's going to be a happy ending. And ah, I'm right, just, right. I mean, if I'm breeding killing machines, then that's what they do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want cute yeah, and yeah. cuddly, I can give you like a half red panda, half like, you know, sloth, and that would be super adorable and... You don't have to worry about it, but I mean, you're talking sharks that swim in sand, which is yeah. the most ridiculous yes. thing I've ever heard in my life. How is that even possible? And I have to yeah, fight yeah. that with what I'm making. So, I mean, I could take a shark and an octopus and make you a sharktopus, Ooh. or wow, or I could get some dinosaur DNA like Jurassic Park style and like maybe take a barracuda and like a pterodactyl and make you like a pterodactyl. Huda? Oh, nice, well, nice. Now you're just being ridiculous. You're going way beyond <laughs> what we can do in this world. I, I just, you know. 
Well, nobody well, would ever think of something like that. No, no, it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's entirely plausible. See, when you have government <laughs> contracts to build these kind of things, you can right. do that. I mean, you can even take a whale and a wolf and make a hybrid <laughs> whale wolf out of that. I've seen oh, where yeah. someone has done that. I mean, it's right, right. It, it, they, oh, no. the animals look ridiculous and they're completely unstable. And even though you can put control chips in their brain, that doesn't mean that they won't get hacked. I mean, that's right. what Russians do. I mean, that's what's going to happen. So that is true. I, I think our <laughs> our best bet may be just to make a hybrid Marco Mako and just like a Mark Mako, maybe. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I'll sign off on it. I like it. Can we get those also in a tornado as well? <laughs> a tornado Marco Mako? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, I got a weather Wait. dominator that I stole from the idea nice. from Cobra, so we're good. All right, all right. Okay. Put well. on six heads and we're sold. Yes. Oh, a six-headed Marco Mako tornado? Yeah, why not? I mean, that <laughs> doesn't you. sound ridiculous at all. No. On paper, it's perfect. Right. Well, it sounds like Sandman Festival is going to be back on. <laughs> nice. You saved it. That's right. Yes, all 50 people attending are not going to be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you hook up your record speakers. Yeah, your record speakers. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, we do have court psyops here from Cinema Psyops. Not, Welcome. Not actually a scientist that makes, well, allegedly isn't a scientist that <laughs> right. makes uh, species to kill other species. Yeah, why would right. I do a we weekly review that. movie podcast and waste my time talking to a drunk every week to do it <laughs> if I were a mad scientist who makes hybrid species? Why would yeah. that ever happen? That's not a dumb cover story. No, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. But no, it's great to have you back. I know it's been probably close to a year or a little over a year since you and I did uh, Friends Till the End episode. Yeah, and it sounds about right. I think so. I, I know at that point I was like, hey, we should have you on the show sometime. Now, sometime is now. <laughs> sometime is now. Well, and <laughs> the scheduling thing was always funky because you would want to see what we could get together. And it was a matter of being able to record with you, me, and Marco together. And then sure, yeah. you guys ended up getting like a bunch of people just like running through the gate. They're like wanting to record with you guys once you got that set up. And I'm just yeah, kind of yeah. sitting in the background going... Remember me? You used to <laughs> hang out with me, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's tough because there's so many good people. I've, I've talked with a few people about that where it's it's challenging in a way because you just have so many friends that you could pick from and podcasts that you listen to that you're like, oh, do I want to have this person or that person or two people mm -hmm. or four people or whatever? So it gets challenging to try and fit everyone into different shows. And then I always feel bad because I'll have people come on and like pick movies and then i have these topics like what we're doing today where i go i got a great idea let's cover some <laughs> some really bad shit and i know i'll call upon one of my friends to come torture them with these bad movies as well yeah yeah well my uh, first and maybe his last appearance <laughs> well no my my thing whenever you were setting this up and i i knew full well what i was getting into I yes. was just like, look, as long as I don't have to pay to watch it, I don't care what shit we cover. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. That was, was my like, prerequisite. I just yeah. searched Shark <laughs> on Amazon Prime. Yeah. I was like, as long as it's on a Prime or some other streaming site that I already have a subscriptions to, I'm good. I don't yes. care what right. shit you have me watch. Little did I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but these were fun to watch. I mean, they're, oh, yeah, not yeah. The they're not the kind of flicks that you want to watch if you want to watch a serious movie and like... Correct. Like want to actually like in, enjoy it on a level of like this is an engaging and wonderful film these are the kind of like turn off your brain get blazed yeah. or drunk or whatever thing that you want to do with some friends 
and just laugh at the fact that they came up with an idea where sharks literally swim through sand or are hybrid bred with an octopus, right? Yeah, yeah. that's that's like the whole thing. It's like uh, a yearly event. You know, this is Shark Week coming up, and we're recording for Shark Week, and it's that, like uh, we were discussing before we started recording, it's becoming a national pastime where you'll have these ridiculous, you know, real, you know, monster movies that are shark related but it's like yeah you don't sit and dim the lights and get popcorn and be like man this is gonna be awesome you just kind of go in there and go all right let's see let's just let's just do it and everything about these movies the acting the cgi the setting the the ridiculous dialogue it's i guess that's all on purpose i uh, at least i hope it's on purpose because we're in trouble if it's not well it's manufactured a lot of these are done specifically for the sci-fi channel and yes, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that the two that we're covering were sci-fi basically throws money at these low-budget production companies, usually owned yes. by Roger Corman because he did a lot of the sci-fi made-for-TV movies, particularly the shark ones. Uh, yes, one of the yeah. two that we're talking about tonight, he definitely was the main producer or the money man behind it through, yes. through for sci-fi, yeah. and that's the Sharktopus versus uh, Terracuda. Yes. Well, he got uh, a shout-out in Sand Sharks, so he yeah. must have been connected I, to that possibly. I would assume so, yeah. He's got, I mean, like, it used to be where he would have a specific company that would make these films for them, but now he's more like a facilitator, and he's not as hands-on of a producer, so he doesn't get the kind of credits that he used to, but you can always kind of tell a Roger Corman production whenever, not necessarily he's the director, because he's actually an excellent director, and when he makes a movie, he may make it on Mm -hmm. the cheap, but it always looks good, and it always turns out to be a pretty cool flick. But a lot of the stuff that he's produced... I mean, like, before there was even, like, like massive trauma, like, you know, the trauma films and stuff like that, there was Roger Corman and his factory pumping out a lot of stuff. But their stuff was always entertaining. It was always fun. Yeah. And they always had, like, scripts that were interesting and fun to, fun to like, kind of follow along with idea-wise, you know, for the movies, even if they were ridiculous and stupid. I mean, this is mm. a guy who was, like, responsible for, like, the Wasp Woman and, you know, those, sure, yeah. those, those kind of flicks. But there was still something more going on below the surface. Yeah. But the older he gets, the less he cares about that sort of things. And <laughs> right. Like there's a huge change like over in like the late like mid to late 80s, he started just like just throwing money at like whatever crap and it just kept getting worse and worse and now it's devolved into this kind of stuff. <laughs> like sharktopus and things, which they have yeah. their place. I I'm, yeah. I'm not saying that they're not fun and I'm not saying that I didn't have a shitload of fun laughing at both of these movies. Yeah. The, yeah. I- the issue that I have with these style of flicks is I don't like manufactured cult where you're intentionally yeah. trying to make it bad. I want you mm-hmm. to try exactly. and make the best kind of movie that you can, and if you really fucking suck at it, it's funny yeah. because you sucked at doing it. That's where, like, The Room came from. That guy wasn't trying to make a comedy. He just made a film so badly that it became right. this, like, icon of how bad it is that people yes, laughed yeah. at it and had fun. I mean, that's yeah. that's what I agree. like. Yeah, and yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, it, it just, it's almost like an... I again, I, 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 not putting so much vested into these type of movies, but it's almost like a slap in the face to the viewers a little bit when it's so you know aware of what it's trying to do. Well, and I think it's B movies for people that want to pretend like they're into B movies, but they don't want to do the work to find those hidden gems. <laughs> they just yeah. want to yeah. have like a prefab thing. It's like B movies for people who go to Hot Topic to find new bands. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that kind yeah. of thing. Perfect where, analogy. Where yes. like you just you want to have like an air of it's not really like your life of who you want to be it's just sort of like this air of this character you want to portray as who you want to be like those kind Mm -hmm. of folks that it's a very surface level thing 
And I'm sure there are people out there that genuinely get into this. I'm sure there's at least one or two dudes out there that have a sharktopus tattoo. <laughs> but yeah, I'm but thinking about getting one. You. Yeah, but oh, there's oh no. But there's there's generally the audience for these kind of movies are not those folks that legitimately love B movies for the fun of them. They're the kind of yeah. people that just watch them on sci-fi for that weekend just because yeah, they're right. funny and they laugh at them and they think they're dumb. That's why Sharknado exists. Is right. that, yeah. that kind like of I said, Nash, it's a it's a national pastime. It's like what people look forward to on TV this time of year when Shark Week comes around. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, we're going to get these these bad move, you know, bad awesome slash whatever label it movies and what can they come up with next year? Is it an 800 head, head shark? Is it like zombie sharks? Is it like I said, you know, werewolf sharks? All shark that, all that. Exorcist right, right. is one yeah. of the titles that I've seen out there. Yeah. Uh, ice, yes, ice sharks, house sharks, Shark and Saw State Penitentiary Massacre or something like that <laughs> that Jim Wynorski did. Like, there's tons of yeah. these things where it's it's literally like let's throw a shark in it even if it doesn't belong there. Mm -hmm. Of course, of course, and you're right. Like, it, if this it, on paper, this sounds kind of cool. Like, hey, we're gonna watch you know Six Headed Shark tonight. Like, that sounds cool. And then when you watch, you're like, what is this? It's like a uh, you know a very very bad video game gone bad, even worse. You know with you know, yeah, well, I don't know. They hook you with the title and they make you think that they're going to actually like try and have some fun with it and be a little bit more serious. Yeah. But then it becomes yeah. it becomes pandering. That's kind of the term that I was looking for. Where There you go. Where they're, they're, it's manufactured B-movie on the sake of that they are intentionally pandering to that audience mm. saying, look how dumb this movie is. Isn't yeah. it dumb? Aren't yeah. we all dumb right, for liking right. it? Like yeah, so right. many of them are like that. <laughs> Now, mm -hmm. not yes. not every single one of them are like you will find a few gems of these kinds of films. Like we even had that conversation we were talking about: Are we going to do an asylum film, or you know, like right. how bad do we want to get? And there's yeah. a handful of asylum films where people will get money and go off and actually make a fucking cool movie with the money yes. that mm -hmm. they got, and then the asylum releases it, but it gets kind of hidden and washed over by all this other crap, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, sure, and then there's sure. there's films like say uh, a, a good example of a good balance of this and i know it's not a shark film but i always go back to big ass spider i don't know if you guys have heard of that or if maybe the I heard of it but i haven't seen it okay that's one of those yeah, it was on netflix i believe yeah it was for, for a really a while, long yeah. time and i think it's on amazon yeah. prime now that you can watch it too this is one of those like bug gets too big for no reason other than just because and it's cool mm -hmm. there's a mm -hmm. guy who happens to be a well-known exterminator that knows how these types of spiders think because he specializes in spiders and things like that so when the spider gets giant and starts like attacking and destroying he's there to help and you know combat it and fight it and it's like him and his buddy and it's mm -hmm. it's corny but it also has the corniness of it is rooted in the fact that yeah we don't have a lot of money and that cg spider may look a little bit ridiculous but it doesn't actually sure. get super pandering with it and the action is actually kind of cool and it has some really great moments to it and it had to have had the same budget as say like lava lantula 2 where yeah, right. they spend all the money <laughs> right. on like, hey, let's just hire the entire cast that's still alive from Police Academy and see what happens, right. you know? Like that's yeah, the kind of yeah. that's the kind of movies that we're dealing with here. And it's an uneven playing field, but when you do find a good gem, it's awesome. So you have like uh, another level of like these pandering manufactured movies where sometimes somebody still tries to make a really good flick. And yeah, so yeah. you have that level of like, no, this is what a B movie actually should be. Somebody actually did it right. Yeah. 
Well, and I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's moments with, I mean, specifically the two that we have tonight where you can see that there's some money put into these. It's not, it's not like three dickheads in their backyard with a handheld camera making some shitty thing and then just throwing a bunch of CGI afterwards. Like there's, they're actually in real locations. They have nice cameras. They're, they're directed fairly decently. It's just, you know, it's got dumb acting and dumb shark monster things and stuff in it but but it's all intentional in that case it's not like yeah it's on right right it's not like birdemic which is just unbelievably awful on all levels including the audio editing where you actually hear the staticky uh hissing noise of the microphone of the camera that they're using and then when they edit it and that drops out you miss it because it goes silent because they cut that off and then when it comes back (laughs) it's it's jarring because it's just like this all the static and then the people talk and then it goes away like right, right. that film is just all around bad and you can yeah, enjoy yeah. it on that level but these films are at least trying in their production but they're winking mm. and nodding and pandering to you at the same time mm. which mm. i would rather them yeah, just, yeah. Take, just take it as seriously as you can just make as good a movie as you can and you know like yes it's going to be cornball because you can't afford better than playstation one graphics for your sharktopus or your <laughs> your sand sharks or whatever but that's yeah. fine just you know, make the blood practical. Give me something that yes. I can flom on. Yeah, yeah. Which Anything. one of them had a little yeah. bit of had a little yeah. bit of blood. So. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. So I mean, when you get those little nuggets of things, it's stuff that like true B movie fans that like really just want to watch a cheap, low budget film that's fun can enjoy, and they don't have to feel pandered to just because it's Shark Week. Yeah. Right. Sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, that's I I, would, I joked to my girlfriend that I feel like I'm still I'm chasing the zombies dragon because when I watch <laughs> that, it like. There was something about that one where it had that feeling like it was dumb and ripping off a bunch of stuff, but it, for some reason, felt like they were actually trying yeah. to make yeah. a real thing. Like Zombievers. Zombievers yeah. is a perfect example where it, it makes yes. the right balance of it knows that it's a corny B-movie, it's just having fun with it, but at yeah. the same time, yeah. they actually tried to make a pretty scary movie that's corny at the same time. Oh, right. Well, right. and that one's on right. a totally different level because that's just like an independent movie and it's made with actual skill of, of writing and, and practical and, and effects. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. that's the reason that I'm pointing that out is oh, they, yeah, did, yeah. they did have a little bit of CG with it too and they did a few things here and there, but it's primarily practical effects with everything that right. they did and they put their money in the right place. Like, yes. the kind of movie I'm talking about is like uh, in the 90s there was a flick called Ticks where these ticks become mutated because of uh, some kind of thing that they use to try and kill marijuana crop in, like, the Pacific Northwest or something like that. And it okay. does have, like, Seth... I think Seth Green's in it, and the guy who played Carlton from uh, The Press Prince of Bel-Air's in it. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. And it's... Al- and it, Alfonso Ribeiro or something. Yes, I, I believe that's his name, Alfonso Ribeiro. That's, that sounds right. And this movie has plenty of winks and nods to other Animal Attack films. It has plenty of stuff where... You look at it and you're like, yes, this is corny. Uh, it's got some right. funny stuff. But they also tried to do some things that legitimately are scary and are, are actually kind of cool. I'm just kind of giving yeah. a barrage of these types of films because I do sure. love this type of film. And yeah, I just yeah. feel like these latest iterations of them aren't necessarily for people like me. They're for, like what we were describing, people that want to just do that on a surface level and don't want to yeah. work yeah. work at finding these kind of yeah. gems. They want them to be manufactured ahead of time for them this way. Sure, yep. sure. Yep. And and Marco and I were joking before. I didn't realize that the one movie I had I had just seen this guy in another movie, but the guy that played Parker Lewis and Marco yes. was like, if the movie didn't have Parker Lewis in it, then it would have been totally worthless or something like that. <laughs> yeah. He yeah, was, yeah. He yeah. was joking, and I said, you know, I just saw him in this other B movie 
called Rotten Tail, where he was like a mad scientist that turned into a killer Easter Bunny character or whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah. it, it just came out this year, and it played at this local movie theater, like a one-screen theater that they have locally that played like two nights there. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? I'll go see it. And yeah, it's, it's and I didn't realize that Brooke Hogan was going to be awesome, but nope. I didn't realize that Sorry. it was the Parker Lewis guy. And then I was like, oh, shit, you're right. That is him. And Marco said mm-hmm. that uh, he was surprised he didn't get more comedic roles. And I said, well, I guess Parker Lewis can lose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. That's right. But I, I actually but found when it I, really. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I pointed it out to my girlfriend about that. And she's like, yeah, it's kind of surprising that he does so many mm-hmm. of these like made for TV movies. And I go, well, it's probably easy. They pay him a couple thousand dollars or whatever. He comes in, works like three days. He doesn't have to do a bunch of yeah, takes. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, that's good enough. You you didn't totally suck. So that's that's all the work that we need from you today, sir. It's yeah. probably an easy yeah, I, acting job. He doesn't have to work very hard. So. Well, and I was actually yeah, really, exactly. really shocked. There was like a wave of like directive video type based on real life serial killers and mass murderer movies. There was like a wave of them in the early 2000s. I don't yes, know if yeah. you guys remember them. Mm-hmm. There was like a Ed Gein one that was mm-hmm. where like uh and a lot of them had Kane Hodder playing the main guys. Like I think he played Ed Gein in one of them, and okay. he was like he was like <laughs> BTK or some shit in another one. Yeah. But anyway, Just, there's two yeah. of them that actually stand out above all others. One of them is actually about Richard Speck, and it stars Parker Lewis, uh, Corbin Nemec or Corin, whatever. Corbin Nemec. Yes. Yeah. And he plays Richard Speck in that, and that okay. film is fucking haunting, and he is really fucking good in it. Like really, it gets really disturbing. And, like, a lot of the stuff where you actually see just how damaged of an individual Richard Speck was even before he went on this killing spree. And, I mean, right, like, right. they, they pockmark his fakes to look more like him and stuff. And that one is actually excellent. The other one is um, a biopic. I think it's just called Gacy. And it stars the kid who steals Pee-wee's bike as a grown adult playing yes. oh, John. Oh, yeah, that the, one. the guy from uh, Leprechaun. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and that <laughs> one's that shockingly one. good, too. So It's good. Absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. No, when we when we get into it, like I said, the one of the best things about Sand Sharks was Parker Lewis. I was like, yes, I, I kind of got lost a little bit. But again, we'll 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 get into breaking that movie down. But I was like, this yeah, is, yeah, he's good in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, before we get to the movies, yeah. uh, since it is Shark Week and these are not good representations, which I did on purpose because I wanted to, <laughs> so that was funny to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I wanted to. Do, it's it's kind of like I feel like this will be a new tradition, like our bad Christmas movie one. You know, everyone wants to talk about yes. Black Christmas and like all these good horror movies that take place <laughs> Christmas time. Like, let's do fucking Krampus Unleashed or whatever the fuck we did. Oh yeah, some terrible. <laughs> oh, we shit. did them. <laughs> oh, we uh, did them. These movies are That's definitely be better than those Krampus awesome. movies. Holy shit, those were terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. These, <laughs> these still have somewhat of a budget. It's just that they're trying to be bad on purpose, which right, right can work sometimes in their favor, but often doesn't. So right. um, as far as like shark attack movies or, or shark um, infestation movies, whatever you want to call them, uh, what are some other ones that you guys may have grown up loving? I mean, I know obviously I don't think anyone would say that Jaws is stupid or that they didn't like it. I mean, I'm sure some people right. do, but those people are edgelords Ugh. and they're wrong. We don't talk to them. <laughs> we don't talk, my we wife don't talk and I, to those people. My wife and I try to watch Jaws every 4th of July weekend when we can. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And this weekend we actually caught a, an Alamo Drafthouse movie party where everybody that was in the theater was like a huge fan of Jaws. And it was such an amazing experience because like they were singing along with the songs, you know. <laughs> 
and like we were doing quote alongs and all that stuff and they gave you like these oh, fins okay. they gave you these fins made out of foam that you could put on your head and nice oh no yeah and, and uh <laughs> like a bottle popper thing like with a champagne popper thing the confetti poppers like uh -huh. for uh -huh. whenever the shark blows up everybody could pull those and like have the confetti go everywhere and stuff it was, oh that's funny it, it was so much fun and it was just a total blast to do so i mean jaws is definitely the one that everybody should go to although some of the sequels yes. are actually not that horrible um although i would say probably four is where it really demarcates to the really bad maybe three <laughs> it depends upon i was your gonna say not lewis gossip jr <laughs> Lewis Gossip Jr.'s Part Three. It was a, I remember seeing that in the movie theater, and I, I, as a kid, I was like, "This is awesome!" Right? Because uh, you know, you had your 3D glasses, but I could not watch it. Once I grew up, I was like, "Oh, Jaws Three is probably the worst." Like we talk oh. about bad effects. I know our I know our friend Jerry loves that, so now he's going to be mad at you. Well, I actually I know. <laughs> I've Jaws never actually 3D, seen that one. That was the first one oh, I ever no. saw. Jaws 3D as a kid. Oh, okay. And the, uh -huh. the sequence where he like breaks through the aquarium and the water goes pouring out <laughs> into all the people, when since that's yeah. a three, in three D and it comes at you, I was convinced the uh -huh. shark was going to come through my damn TV and I ran as a little uh -huh. kid and I was terrified. Like right. I'll never oh, forget yeah. that. I'll never forget how bad my like how much my father was <laughs> laughing at me for being that terrified yeah. of it, for just like he's like you idiot, it's not going to come through the TV. Yeah right. Well, <laughs> I saw it. I saw it at the in the movie theater. It, it was it was spectacular. Like I said, as a kid, it was it was the best movie ever because of the of that cheesy effect. With <laughs> like that, I know that scene by heart too. Actually, but, I, um, I have to correct myself. It's not Jerry loves Jaws: The Revenge, not Jaws 3D. Yes. I mean, maybe he yes, likes 3D he likes too. Part but... two. I'm sorry. Yeah. Jaws the Revenge is actually a pretty decent flick. And it's important to know that you need to vote in your local elections as well, because the mayor from part one is still the mayor in part two, goddammit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> that guy yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah. Part four was okay. It, I like the story behind part four rather than the the, the shark thing, you know, mm -hmm. the revenge, uh, the mother coming back. But it had, like, because, you know, Brody had passed away in the film, right? And it was like that whole... Thing, continuation of the family story um which is really good you know the shark so the shark series the whole anthology i guess of it that's the jaws in any way that was cool um but growing up like i can't remember that many shark movies but the one that comes to my mind as a kid that kind of goes in that line was orca orca was always awesome for me it's, you know relatable to almost like a jaws type film where it yeah. didn't have yeah. sharks in it though. well that's because you know jaws hit and it hit massively in every studio was looking for a way to mm. <laughs> mimic not only that pattern of the animal attack movie and how it works, you know, maybe we need to close this, maybe we need to do that, right. or whatever right. it is. Like, they took every single beat from Jaws and tried to recreate it, but they threw in <laughs> a different animal to try and avoid being sued. I mean, sure, that's yeah. what right. uh, Joe Dante's uh, Piranha, the original Piranha, that's what that mm -hmm. was. Yep. But they, yep. they couldn't afford to go to, like, an ocean, and they, they basically had a river. So yeah. they just basically yeah. made it piranha stalking the river. Like, there's a movie, uh, Barracuda or something like that, where it's mm -hmm. it's an, made super aggressive and it lives in the ocean and is attacking people because of chemical plant spills and things like that. Orca <laughs> right. is basically the same plot as Jaws 4, but, yes, but before four. Jaws mm -hmm. 4 actually came out, if I'm not mistaken. You're right. Yeah, but it was like... Exactly, like Jaws 4 copied Orca. Yeah, which, which copies was trying Jaws. To copy Jaws. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice, nice. Exactly. Um, yeah. And even like my, my personal favorite Jaws knockoffs, if, if we're going to go that route, actually takes place mm -hmm. on land, and it's grisly because mm -hmm. it's almost exactly ah, beat yes. for beat, but it's a grizzly attacking a mountain, and they talk about closing the mountain. I don't know how you close a mountain, 
but they were going to do it. Right. <laughs> and yeah. he actually loved it. He kills a grizzly at the end of that with a fucking rocket launcher, and it's so fucking corny. <laughs> and I love that movie. I've bought like three copies of that on Blu-ray, just hoping to get that's a great. better print each time. Like I'll freely admit it. That's how much I enjoy that movie. That's nice, awesome. nice, nice, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know a ton of shark movies. Like I, I feel like the majority of shark stuff has been just kind of these cheesy hybrid shark movies or sharknadoes or multiple headed sharks or sharks out of their element or more like mega shark or something like that um, yeah yeah i did uh, like the um the shallows i think yeah that one the shallows a few years ago uh, yeah that was actually pretty good it had that uh suspensefulness to that's where right. the surfer gets uh, stuck. stuck on the rock yes. right and yeah yes it's what's her name um Blake Ryan, Lively. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds' wife, right, or whatever? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that was actually really good. I, I actually watched that for uh, one of my guest appearances on the No Fucking Way commentaries, and okay. I had mm-hmm. a blast watching that because they did that for their Shark Week as one of them. Um, yeah. I also, I think 47 Meters Down is actually pretty fucking good, too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty interesting as far as, like, you know, the shark flicks type things go. And, yeah, it and there's actually, a sequel yeah. coming out, too. Yeah, and it's a little bit yes. different because they're actually trapped in a cage that they're trying to get them out, but they're surrounded by sharks, which gives it a very right. much more claustrophobic feel, and it's a little bit of a twist. Um, but, like, Megalon or whatever it was that had... Uh, the Meg, yeah. yeah. The Meg with Jason Statham. You can't say his name normally. When you say his name, you have to say Jason Statham. Exactly. That's right. But that was actually a pretty cool giant monster slash shark flick, and sure. they follow a lot of the same stuff that Jaws follows, but... At the same time. And then uh, Deep Blue Sea, that's another decent shark oh, attack. Yeah, yeah. But those yeah. are genetically <laughs> yes. engineered or science gone too mm-hmm. far type sharks. And right, I, yeah. I always feel sorry for, is it Samuel L. Jackson where the shark just jumps up and grabs him? <laughs> yes, yep, yeah. yes, yes. During his speech. Yeah, that's yep. like that whole shocking moment. Boom. It's like, a, yeah. it's like a thing now that they do where Samuel L. Jackson gets bitten by sharks. I've seen tons of memes <laughs> where that shark just jumps up and grabs him <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. So yeah. there's right. a wide tradition of these kinds of movies that have, it all goes mm-hmm. back to jaws once that hit absolutely that uh-huh. created an entire genre of when animals attack and all of those kind yeah. of knockoff movies I, I absolutely love particularly the ones that william girdler did like um uh day of the animals where it's like a whole bunch of animals on a mountain grizzly oh, right, right. like those are great mm-hmm. the best ones mm-hmm. are the ones that are immediately after jaws in the 70s and then they get com- right. completely insane when the italians get a hold of them with like, right. <laughs> yeah, like i haven't they, seen any of those but i want to see some of the italian ripoffs Oh, tentacles is like a one of those hybrid creature type things, and that's ridiculous. Uh, there's Killer Fish, which I think is an Antonio Margaretti film. It's got Lee Majors and Karen Black in it, and it, it's okay. another one of those like Piranhas Unleashed kind of films. That nice. ended up on MST3K, so you could watch that with the latest iteration of MST3K on Netflix, the Killer okay. Fish. So there's a lot of these, and they're always fun. There's always yeah. something yeah. to enjoy in them, almost always. And then you'll have some that's like Blood Surf, where there's crocodiles that adjusted to be in salt water and go after <laughs> surfers and hunt them <laughs> right, right yeah yeah right and i think the, the worst part with a lot of these low budgety sci-fi type ones is being made for tv like you you get some blood and a little bit of viscera mm-hmm. in some of these movies but they can't swear there's no tits yeah. like there's no no dongs there's no you know whatever it Damn is it. you want to see it's it's it feels very uh dialed back for them yeah which I think that's that's where besides the practicalist effect type stuff when we talked about Zombievers before when you right, go that extra right. step to where it's dirty and they're swearing and there's nudity and there's sex and you're like 
Okay, now yeah. this is actually really pushing an envelope, and it's it's got something else to offer. Well, and they but, could yeah. they could actually take the money for sci-fi, and what sci-fi should be doing is giving them money to make them however they want to make them, and then have like a trimmed down version that's a little more censored, and then you throw yeah, in the yeah. risque stuff for video, yeah. and then you make a little extra buck with the risque stuff on video. Or yeah, yeah. you wait till like what is it midnight or whatever it is for cable? Like yes, because they can they can after ten or something. Yeah, because yeah. Comedy Central does that shit all the time with movies where they'll play yes, South yeah. Park completely uncensored after like midnight or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. like sci-fi is mm -hmm. dropping the ball on this kind of stuff where they could be like. I agree. Like, yeah. watch it with your kids at eight o'clock, and then when Junior goes to bed, watch it at midnight <laughs> for all the tits, blood, and grew. You know, like right. why not yeah. do that? You know, you're, yeah. they've been doing that our whole lives with when when there's uh, TV movies. You know, like Predator on TV, they cut it down so it's it's you know family friendly, I guess, or PG thirteen or whatever. They, I mean, right. they've been doing that our whole lives. It's, there's no reason besides here's fifty grand to make sixty grand kind of deal. You know, mm -hmm. right? But yeah. like, I don't know how much money they make, but I can't imagine they'd have to pay that much extra to get Corin Nemec to hang dong. <laughs> Be like, we'll give you a three hundred bucks extra. All right, cool. I'll hang on. I'll do it. I mean, <laughs> got it. all you got to do is contact the people who made the Richard Speck movie, and they can tell you exactly how much it, it costs to get him to hang on. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. But, but yeah, I mean, you get a lot of these movies do this thing where they're like, uh, they'll get cast reunions. Like in Sharktopus, we have um, the main nerd from revenge of the nerds skullnick or whatever his name is Rob lewis skullnick yeah right. who is who is yeah, like yeah. a Ro robert carradine is that he's one of the carradine robert carradine yeah robert, yeah, robert yes. carradine um mm -hmm. so they, they got him in there and he was like their quote-unquote name actor that they brought in you know so yes. he probably got the most of the budget we have Carmen nemec in our our shark uh sand sharks film and then mm -hmm. brooke hogan I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I like guess. one one <laughs> yeah. of these one of these has like Tiffany and um uh Debbie Gibson in it and they hired them specifically so they could film them having a cat fight just for the titillation of people that wanted to watch it and I guarantee right. you that I was one of those people that was like I got to see that. And I did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, that's, they know what the audience are going. And I, I made the joke about it with Lava Lancia 2, where they reunited the, the living, surviving cast of, of uh, Police Academy. And, you <laughs> yeah, know, they right, make yeah. winks and nods to that kind of stuff. So they're willing, yes. they're, they're knowingly doing that stuff. So why not be like, do a, a more harder edged version of it where it's like, hey, did you ever want to see yes. the cast from fucking Police Academy naked? Well, Lava Langela right. 2 is the movie for you, motherfucker. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you for sure sell some DVDs and Blu-rays off of that. I mean, uh, yes. I would probably buy it. I mean, who doesn't want to totally. see Steve's Gutenbergs, right? Right. I, I definitely mean, would. Yeah, hands up. <laughs> <laughs> Show of hands. Show of hands. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> cool. Well, I uh, guess we could use this opportunity here to transition into talking about our first movie which is going to be Sharktopus versus Terracuda from 2014, I guess. Mr. Hammerstein. Your speed, 200 miles per hour. Are you ready to witness history? As your head of security, it's my legal responsibility to remind you, you're nuts. You know how many fighter jets the Pentagon bought last year? Mm. They prefer drones. The stupid little things you fly with the joystick. I say, screw that. I want to build a better mousetrap, something that lives and breathes. What is this thing? We've been harvesting prehistoric DNA for years now. Strictly off the book. The problem is, is that the 
genetic sequences are fragmented, so we have to inlay, splice stuff in there from living creatures. Target acquired. Plus, I wanted certain enhancements. I mean, the pterodactyl is fine on land in the air, but I wanted him to have amphibious qualities as well. Fast in the water, excellent vision, basically just plain mean. And why do you have me here? Mr. Hammerstein, I present to you, Terracuda! Rated TV 14, which means no <laughs> yes. boobs or F words. Right. And not the offensive F word, but fuck. I mean, that, that right. F word. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, there was none and of the, the other one thing. either, so that's good at right. least. The, the best thing about it, 84 minutes long. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, so the, I guess, what what is Sharktopus versus Terracuda about? Well, apparently there was a movie before this called Sharktopus, which I like that we start out with getting kind of a backstory of or like that we show you sort of what happens at the end of the other movie uh, yeah i believe that's the, what it is it's like previously on sharktopus for those of you that haven't seen it here's, yes, here's yeah. how you catch up <laughs> yes okay everything makes so much sense now thank you for saying that because i didn't know that there was a sharktopus <laughs> yeah no so that's they, that's the they end start of out, the original yeah, like, sharktopus is what that movie the start of this movie is uh-huh yeah uh, i i, I what will we get i had a whole different theory to throw on you guys okay all right and then so, uh so they show the end, and basically this this woman who is a wannabe marine biologist finds this <laughs> yeah. this egg sac that has a little baby shark to puss in it, and then we flash forward to her working at her sleazeball uncle's aquarium. <laughs> that yes, it seems to be in South America or Mexico or something because there's a lot of stuff in Spanish, or maybe they just shot it there. Or I don't know exactly where this take place but everyone speaks english and they're mostly white people mm. except for the uncle and allegedly the the main female protagonist right and uh they they have the shark to that they're trying to use as like an aquarium exhibit but at the same time the guy from revenge of the nerds is <laughs> a super scientist and he makes this this they were calling it like a biological weapon where he crossbred a, a pterodactyl from somehow reclaimed Dinosaur gen- DNA, genetic material. Yes, you're on it, yes. And, and yes. A, a barracuda, that he was going to make this weapon and sell it to the government to get super rich off of it. I guess that's and, where Sharktopus originally comes from, too, because they hint at that in yeah, this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was it a government-made thing a, or a weapon. Yeah, and it might be as well that Robert Carradine may have created that. I don't know. I haven't seen the original Sharktopus. Yeah, I'm sorry I'm, I'm not a Sharktopus completist. Complete <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll let everybody it. know. I'm going to check back. I actually will. I actually will probably go back now that I know that they're on Prime. These are the perfect movies to put on, like right before you fall asleep at night. Yeah, right, right. Because like, yeah. if you do fall yeah, asleep, yeah. you won't feel like you miss anything. So like, I'm kind of wondering if Robert Carradine was in that one too, and this is part of the sequel. I know, right? But yeah, so the the Terracuda gets hijacked by a Russian hacker, of course, and right. then it's it's just kind of. Uh, running around out there killing people and it's kind of out of control and he can't reboot the system because he spilled water on it or something. And they, in the meantime, go and rent out Sharktopus so that they can use that under robot control to have it fight Mm -hmm. the Terracuda, which is basically kind of like a kaiju-type premise, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Yeah, yeah. We have a big monster, so we have to control this other big monster in order to kill that big monster. (laughs) Yes. Well, the only way that you can stop a bad monster is with a good monster. 
You know, like a, right. a bad guy with a bad monster cannot be defeated unless you have a good guy with a good monster. That's how that works. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how exactly. it works. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's pretty much the movie is uh, mm-hmm. there's a, a shark octopus hybrid that is at an aquarium that a woman is sort of connecting with that they kind of try to tie that in later in the movie. I feel right. like I feel like she was supposed to have imprinted on this fucking thing because she raised it since it was a yeah, baby. Yeah, right, right. So it imprinted right. on her. But it also feels like kind of half-hearted where they're like, this worked in Jurassic Park, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Jurassic Park. There's a lot of kaiju ripoff kind of going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's uh, a lot of kind of these action running around in, 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 in the van with a bunch of crazy computers and trying to trace people down. Right. Um, but, I mean, overall, you know, it, it's kind of chaos, but at the same time, it's a pretty basic plot. Uh, so we'll just kind of go around and and talk a little bit about this movie. I guess we'll start with you, Court. What's kind of your initial thoughts about this guy? As many gripes as I would have about Sharktopus versus Terracuda, I should know right off the bat that I'm watching a movie that is called Sharktopus versus Terracuda. And the yes. whole concept is that there are these like hybrid bred creatures that are meant to be government weapons. So... That alone is enough where I'm like, all right, well, whatever dumb monster action you're going to do, I'm game. And that's yeah, that's really where this movie shines is the actual like monster stuff when the monsters are rampaging killing. Yeah, the effects look terrible. The CG is like PlayStation 1 level CG where everything looks right. kind of waxy and not even composited at all. And right, it's, right. it's obviously very rushed and hurried. But there's several times where like they're ripping off heads and they have dummies there with like a torso left behind. With a little bit of CG blood, or you'll see, like, a dummy head get tossed around. And so there's Mm -hmm. a lot of fun stuff. (laughs) And about the time that Conan O'Brien shows up and is, like, being this complete cornball the whole way through the movie, I'm like, Uh all right, I see what kind of film we have here. I'm having some fun. I don't care that you're pandering to me. Let's do this. And I'm just totally for it. And then they kill him for being an asshole in, like, one of the most (laughs) gruesome ways. And then his head gets hit around by volleyball with CG blood flying <laughs> everywhere. That was spiked. awesome. Yeah, and oh, spiked. Man. Yeah, that was great. The head volleyball. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, once, once they got to about that part, I got the idea of the tone, and then I'm like, okay, so maybe my sphincter needs to loosen just a little <laughs> when I watch these movies and yeah, just try yeah. and have some fun with them, even though I'm feeling like I'm being pandered to. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Marco? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we know where Louis Skolnick was this whole time. He's worked for MIT. Then he's decided to be the bad guy and take this the... is after he gets out of prison for raping that chick. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> I mean, he probably served like three years because it's, you know, he's a white guy. Well, he's not an athlete, so he would have probably had to do at least five. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So five years, and you know, it's been a long yeah, time okay. since that movie yeah, came out. Yeah, exactly. So you you develop, you know, resent. You get to you know develop resentment. So he goes and takes the highest bidder and creates these biological weapons and stuff. But um, yeah, there's not much more you could break down in this movie. Like, okay, you guys said that there was a prequel or, or not a prequel, but there was a part one to this. Uh, makes a lot more sense because I was watching this movie, going like, okay, is this the intro of the movie, uh, they kill the sharktopus, and then there's more out there, and, the bi- and our marine biologist finds them and raises them. That's what I, what's what I got out of it, not knowing that there was a, another movie. Um, so the best thing about this movie is, first, the Conan O'Brien, the whole thing, and the uncle. I absolutely love the uncle <laughs> yeah. in this movie. He, he was funny, and he had that character, that archetype, that you know, money, this, money, that, especially when he... Uh, 
sold the shark to puss and he got all this money and he was going on loudspeakers telling everybody look this park closes in 10 minutes don't ever come back blah 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 and it's just it's just great <laughs> I, I enjoyed him a lot i i really did enjoy him uh um and of course uh robert carradine's i, I like robert carradine as an actor i think he's good when i saw him in the first few minutes of the film i was like oh he's in this i didn't even look him up like see who was actually in this movie i was just kind of going for the ride uh when it came to the the monsters i really wanted more of the monsters like i don't care how bad it was like you know like i say with the cg you can get around with that just let's give me more you know versus this versus that right <laughs> one of the things that took me out of i mean okay there's a lot of things that take you out of the movie right but one of the first things when the the terracuda and the sharktopus are fighting and the sharktopus slaps them with his tentacles in a <laughs> in a very three stooges kind of way and he has that smack smack you know i yes. was like i was like all right okay, a i want the action figure on my <laughs> shelf oh definitely okay. Um, yeah, and B, can we get more of what I just saw? So, yeah, right, right. <laughs> because you, you can't get any more ridiculous than that. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I know. So with that kind of stuff, like I, I had a lot of, okay, I had half fun and half eye rolling going on at the same time. Which is right. kind of fun be... at the same time where you're like, oh, my God, yeah. this is so dumb. And you yes, know that they're sure, doing sure. that on purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, exactly. And like I said, with the plot, I didn't even care about the plot anymore. I didn't care who survived. I didn't really care who got killed. Wait, um, there was a plot? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think was. for a brief moment. I watched moment, it two times. A... I got it. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Paul watched it twice. So, Paul, maybe could get shed some more light on, on actually what was going on in the background. Oh, definitely. Well, it's funny because the poster I, I pointed out in our chat I, or on Facebook, the, then the poster, <laughs> yes. it says a love story after the I title. I know, but we're, what, where was Which, the love story? Well, it's funny because the when I was watching it the second time, because the first time I sort of like watched it with one eye and the other eye, I was sure, on my phone sure. and doing other stuff. Uh, so I'm like, well, let me actually watch this, look for some funny stuff to point out. But mm-hmm. there's the whole thing with which... I didn't even mention it. There's a bunch of people that have like ripoff names. So the main girl's name is Lorena Cl- Christmas, which I feel like is supposed to be like Lloyd Christmas, maybe from Lloyd Dumb Christmas, Dumb. right? Yeah. But yeah. yeah so Lorena Christmas uh, has this relationship with the lifeguard guy that looks kind of like a, a, a poor man's Joaquin Phoenix or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they have this romance where uh, allegedly they go on a date and, see like that stuff the first time you watch it you're like this is kind of boring and stupid i don't care about this but then watching it again i'm just laughing at how absurd it is because it's like we have to go out on this date you promised me you would and she's like okay fine i'll go out on a date and then she's on her phone and then he's harassing her and then he's like i'm such a bad boyfriend and she's like no it's not you're a great boyfriend like it's just so kind of stupid and doesn't (laughs) need to be in there but at the same time it's kind of funny Uh because they've try to build that up super quick and then all of a sudden he yeah. dies and then she's like oh my boyfriend died you asshole and that's it like i actually missed it that he died and i was watching this with my son who's not talking to me by the way because i made him watch this movie um, <laughs> How is that I, a and I, actually, right? <laughs> I actually turned to him and said where's the boyfriend did he die i missed it i i i knew I knew who got killed and how he yeah, got yeah. killed, but I, I forgot that that was the boyfriend. That's, that actually, that one actually didn't look terrible. It was when he's on the jet ski and got his yeah. head yes. knocked off by the thing. When his body slumped backwards and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. That but, one uh, looked I okay. Just, his head yeah, stump. Yeah, I just missed it. That was his boyfriend. His mm-hmm. his head stump and Conan O'Brien's head stump, I'm pretty sure, was the same one. <laughs> they just mm-hmm. put that head stump into a suit for Conan O'Brien. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because yes, those were yes. the two that looked the most practical. And I oh, love... Yeah. I, 
talking about their relationship, the one thing that made me laugh is they made a like Netflix and chill kind of joke where he's like, <laughs> yes, you want to get you want to get naked and watch shark videos. And I'm like, yeah. sit, I'm like sitting there going, <laughs> is that a thing that they're trying to get audience members to do where they're trying to get like shark and chill going for people? Yeah, maybe <laughs> that's funny. I know, yeah, right? it might work. And she was like, "No, I'll just go out for dinner." I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, damn I it! Know. What? I wanted to see She's the bone in." Player. She's not a, pl- a partier. Well, that's that's the whole thing. Like, I feel like if we got this uh, sci-fi after dark kind of thing, where they would they would actually well, punch go. these movies up, maybe we could have seen them boning with a shark video <laughs> going in the background, and like, <laughs> you know, sure, yeah, like maybe we could have had a little more fun for some of us that are a lot more than PG-14, you know, kind of minded or TV-14 mm-hmm. minded people. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And there's there, there's plenty of stuff that you can do with a PG or TV-14 kind of rating to where you can still push that envelope. And I would uh-huh. like to see them try that in some of these movies, but it just doesn't seem like they're gonna. Yeah. No, right, no right. I think they've got a stride that they're, that they're, like I said, pandering to, and I don't think they're gonna come back and make a serious movie. I just don't think that's the uh, yearly event anymore you know that's it shark week is going to be the is this it's like super bowl this is shark week right let's make right. it over the top and let's never go back to something that we actually either can make a uh, raise some eyebrows with like you said you know put a little effort into it you know uh, some good story or or, or or the best story you can possibly and you know in the 50s it worked but you know Right. I like how Robert Carradine is kind of a screw up and almost doesn't really know what he's doing, too. Like, he, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. so confident and he keeps going back to, uh, you know, oh, well, I'm a super genius. So the rules of normal society don't apply to me. And if I was locked up, then it would be a great detriment to the country and all the shit <laughs> yeah. that he talks about how smart he is. But then the one guy makes the joke about how he takes over the shark to puss and then like 30 minutes later, it, it gets the thing ripped off and he's out of control of it already. Right. And he said something <laughs> like. You know, oh, it's uh, on the bright side. It worked for thirty minutes, but now well, we do it my way. And that's, then he, that was know, a running gag too, because the Terracuda gets out of his control within six minutes, and they had a bet yeah, yeah. going. All the military yeah, people yeah. Then ended up dying, and then this one made it thirty minutes or, or whatever. And it's just one of those things where he's just like this ineffectual idea that he has, where right the Sharktopus had this giant thing sticking out of the top of its head. Of course, that's going to get ripped off. Why didn't you make it subdermal and then? The plate over top of it just protected it instead of having this giant antenna array sticking out of your sharktopus. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. And then the first time they fight, it was, I don't know if you guys caught this, like the, the sharktopus basically loses because it can't come out of the water and it just swims right. away. And he was like, oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And he's like, I thought we were rooting for the other one. And he's like, nah. <laughs> nah. And it's just like, what? Yeah. What is that? What, what side is Robert Carradine actually on here? Who does he want to win? He doesn't even know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He doesn't even know. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm talking about. I thought we were rooting for the other one. Nah. I think he was supposed to be like this sort of like chaotic guy that just wanted to see, you know, how much of the world he could burn very quickly. You know, and that's yeah, why he yeah. does these weapons manufacturing type stuff. It was a very uneven idea of what they wanted him to be for a mad scientist. And he was just kind of bouncing yeah, right, around right. a lot. I mean, and I was kind of wondering, like, what was going to happen with our military dude and the the aquarium lady who was kind of like an aquatic yeah. professor but confessed Lorraine that she was just a, yeah, yeah like, like she was just a research student or whatever and so right. so like this weird like dynamic where they become friends and it looks like they're going to be a love interest and then it's revealed that he has a family and a daughter at home but right. they never say that his wife is dead but they're still kind of flirting and you're just kind of like wait is he going to cheat on his wife what 
what's going on here, right. movie? Yeah. D- right. Uh, did right. they say that he had a wife too? I know definitely the kid, but well, she says family, and he agrees that he has yeah. a family. And I yeah, know right. that you can have just kids like, and Let's be... go on vacation together. Yeah, or in a family, but it's like, wait a minute, are you two like supposed to be falling in love? What's going on here, movie? Yeah, is this the love interest? Right. Yeah, Plus and... her boyfriend just died ten minutes ago. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> exactly. ten, even in the movie it was like ten minutes and they start yeah. flirting. I'm like, wow, she moves on quick. <laughs> yeah. She didn't like that guy at all. No, no, she was not into him. Because he was... got shark with dinner. Yeah. She was like, fuck you, you got shark with dinner, bitch. What was, yeah, really, right. what was really funny was the line like right before he dies when he's going off and rescuing all these people and having a big hero <laughs> moment. And the military guy's like, he's either extremely brave or extremely stupid. And then she goes, right. it's both. Yeah, <laughs> It's yeah. both, right. <laughs> you know that idiot? He's my boyfriend. Well, he's either very brave or very stupid. He's both. No, oh, I love that. No, there's, yeah. uh, there is good dialogue parts but i think they're good because they're bad right right so they're it's laughable not, like you laugh out loud at them you like yeah yeah it's not like the like i keep bringing up zombievers but like how that just has well-written sure. jokes in it but these are just like dumb lines that just don't make sense or or right or like these corny exposition dumps like you know they kidnap her just out of the blue she's on the side of the road and they're like <laughs> hey there's the biology marine biologist lady let's kidnap her and they just grab her and right. drag her in the van <laughs> that he's like, let me just tell you everything about the whole plan and what happened. And then he's like, oh, just tell right. her everything. Thanks a lot. I'm pretty right. sure whoever writes these scripts is literally just like, how can we get through this as quickly as possible and make it exactly it. 80 yep, to yep. 90 minutes so it can get put onto sci-fi with all the right commercials? Mm-hmm. And then they get bored halfway through and they're like, okay, let's throw in some dialogue just to see if we can make the actors break up on screen. Yeah, and right. Yeah. That's where some of these like lines come from. And when we get into sand sharks, it's even worse. I mean, like, yes. as, <laughs> yeah. as much as I want to rip into Sharktopus versus Terracuda and, like, make fun mm. of it for being intentionally corny, I still found uh-huh. it extremely enjoyable, and I found some very redeeming qualities to it, like we've all been talking about. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, oh, wow, man, if this was way better than I was expecting, what's sand sharks going to be like, right? Right. 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 <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, I watched sand sharks first. Oh. <laughs> well, at least you had the pleasant surprise of Sharktopus versus Terracuda after. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, "Oh, this is refreshing." Uh, so I just I had a couple other funny things I picked up on. Uh, the the Russian hacker guy, his name was Vladimir Futon. Yeah, that was hilarious. That <laughs> was, was like, quite Vladimir Futon. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like a bald guy with glasses. He looks almost like Vladimir Putinish. Yes. Um, yes. The thing where the fucking shark can read from, like, the flashcards, I thought was hilarious. <laughs> and then they, they show, it's like, food, and then goes on the fish, human. and then they go back to yeah. the video when she's not paying attention, and it's like, food, humans, and they're like, dun-dun-dun. Yeah, that was hilarious. I know, I love that. And what was the other thing that I had that was great? Oh, has anyone ever heard that if you just pour, like, gallons of chlorine into the water, that that's a sedative for sharks? <laughs> It'll calm them down. Only shark that's, to push, though. <laughs> that's how you sedate it, by pouring gallons of chlorine in the water. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's just poisoning it, and that made yeah. it more sedate. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I know. I'm like, that is not a, a good method at all. The mm-hmm. thing's going to fucking die. Well, right, right. Yeah, yeah if you yeah. want a dead shark to push, that's how you do it, apparently. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Chlorine. I know, and they kept doing it over, and he's like, it's going to need to be sedated. And he's like, oh, no problem. I can sedate it. And he just runs out there and kicks the fucking chlorine over. <laughs> and wasn't that, like, open ocean yeah. that they're keeping it in with, like, a cage-like area to kind of hold it yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, it's just fenced so, off. and it's So the chlorine's the... just leaking out into the ocean. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, polluting the fucking ocean to sedate he's this thing. He's such a piece of shit, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right. And he was. He yeah. was the best part of this fucking movie. Like, I thought that yeah, guy absolutely. was so yeah. hilarious. Yep, yep. The tourist people, and they're like, guess our money's not good enough. And he's like, oh, money? Well, let me show you out to the the sharktopus area for a little extra cash. And then the thing just attacks that lady and sticks the tentacle to her head. I love the sucker, like, bite marks she had on her yeah, face yeah. for the rest of the movie. And I just love how every time they keep popping up, like, hor- more horrible shit happens to them. Yeah, right. They but got jacked such... on the beach. Their plane got jacked. Yeah, but even though they're ho- they're horrible people, so we're happy that they died. We're, like, actually really right. glad when the plane crashes. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh... I thought they were going to survive and just have this uh, just worst trip. They're surviving every tragedy, but they were funny. <laughs> um, oh, and so one of my... One of my last things is the, the when they did the slow mo bullet when he sh- when he shot Vladimir <laughs> Futon, yes. he's like, "Damn it, I gotta take him out now! No time to waste!" And then he just like turns the corner and shoots, and it's the slow mo bullet and hits him right in the shoulder. Uh, yeah, it was like was Max like, Payne yeah. bullet time from the video yeah. game where you're just like, watching it, and it has the I'm same like, effect of CG, like they lifted it out of Max Payne and put it into this show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they probably just cut that right from. It was just pasted right in. <laughs> that was their. That was the budget. That's where all their money went. <laughs> they rotoscoped the bullet time out of Max Payne One from PlayStation yep, Two. Yep. They didn't yep. even use the PC version that had higher resolution. They used the, P- <laughs> no. the no, PlayStation no, like, Two version. Good enough. You got to keep it. You got to keep it. Uh, you know, continuity. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys have any other just funny moments or things like that? Silly kills or whatever. There was oh definitely a lot of kills, but there were just a lot of them were just kind of like dumb. You know, yeah, the, the shark the, jacks the, the person, popping. and then there's just like a bunch yeah. of Robert blood Carradine's or death in this was amazing. Where like yes. he, he he's like forced out onto the boat, and the the terracuda thing gets a hold of him, and <laughs> yeah. then Sharktopus comes and grabs him from the bottom, and it rips him in half. Yeah, yep. they're they're just like eating. And I, I mean, it's bad CG, but that was fucking hilarious. I love the way they yes. did that. Yeah, it even I agree. It did the little nibbles like the shark after it ate his bottom half. It was like oh. chomp 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 chomp. It did like <laughs> yeah, little mini did. bites, like it was chewing. <laughs> See, see, there are some, you know, lights at the end of the tunnel with these movies. There's some things oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah. Grin Absolutely. and just enjoy it. But yeah, uh, his his death was awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. Well, why don't we go around and everyone can kind of give their final thought and uh, and try to assess some sort of rating to this. I'm glad we're not doing number ratings anymore because this would be right. way too hard. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you want to go first, Marco? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so... I'm going to put this in the realm. I have to rate this in the realm of uh, the, these type of movies. You know, uh, I haven't seen many. Again, this is my first two viewings of like shark. You know, these the, like what um, Court was saying about, you know, the, the pandering, the pandering movies. I guess we'll put that in the realm. Yes. Of yeah. Like Sharknados and stuff like that. So, like I said, I haven't seen any of those and I purposely don't see them. Uh, so I'm going to say that of the two that I have watched, I like this one better than I did the other one. But I, so I'm going to say I like this for the facts that we just said, the funniness of it, the, the very tongue in cheek. Of course, there's nothing non-serious about it. Um, certain characters were funny to watch. And I wanted more of like the tourist, the, the husband and wife tourist, the uncle, uh, you know, um, Robert Carradine's character. I like them. I like their dialogues. I liked everything about them. I really did. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say I like this movie for what it is. And in the mm-hmm. spectrum of these type of movies, I can't say if I put this into like I like it as far as I'm going to buy it on DVD or if I put it up against any other movies like that. That's like it's like almost like a subcategory within itself, if that makes sense. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. I feel that because I can say I could because I could say I absolutely love one of these type of movies, but I can't put it in my top ten, you know, or the you know like a best around uh, an R rating, sure. Uh, of like this is the one of the best you know uh, Sharknadoes I've ever seen or Shark you know this versus this movie, but you can't put it side by side with a you know obviously Texas yeah, Chainsaw right, or stuff right. like that. So yeah, cool. Uh, what do you think, Court? Is this a like? Don't like? I'm sure it's not all the way up to a love it category for you. <laughs> I would uh, recommend it with a very similar caveat of what Marco was saying, and you got to enjoy yeah. it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you see a title like Sharktopus versus Terracuda, or <laughs> right, or Sharktopus versus Whale Wolf, or yes, you know that kind of thing, like you kind of have to know. And especially yeah. like all the designs of the posters are basically the same. And if you've seen one of these sci-fi movies, you kind of know what you're in for. <laughs> But there yes. is some genuine moments that are quite enjoyable. So it's one of those things where if this is the kind of thing that you want to do where you're like, you know what? I want to mm-hmm. just watch something just to laugh at how horrible it is and enjoy mm-hmm. it on that mm-hmm. level. Then these Perfect. are definitely the movies for you. If you want to get together with your friends and take whatever mind-altering substances you like to <laughs> to get you to where right. you like to have a good time, whether it's booze or, or you know, weed or, or, you know, peyote or whatever. I don't, I don't care. Right. But you know, like you want to mm-hmm. shoot heroin in the vein under your cock, go for it. Ooh, Watch yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's how I did it. This movie's perfect oh, for that, actually. <laughs> nice. You know? Yeah, yeah. And especially like what we're doing here, where it's just like a couple of guys hanging out, making a bunch yeah. of references to things and bullshitting, like, mm-hmm. and just being able to pick stuff out. We're like, wait a minute, did he just say his name is Vladimir Futon? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Did he just say that? You know, like that's the kind of thing that this movie's here for is just to basically yes. be like. Look how stupid this is and have fun with it. And if you watch it with that in mind, this movie is a shitload of fun for that. And I recommend right. it on that. So in that aspect, I liked it. I almost cool. really liked it for that aspect of it. But I, I yes, can't yeah. say that I loved it. You know, right, yeah, right, right, right. This isn't quite on that level. And there are plenty mm-hmm. of these kind of cheeseball movies. I mean, we keep coming back to Zombievers. Um, mm-hmm. I mentioned Big Ass Spiders. Like Big Ass Spider is one of the a movie that's very similar to this, but I absolutely loved it because it transcends this kind of instead of just pandering to you it tries to do more with it which i really like and i feel zombievers is the same way but this is clearly delving into that like pandering level of cheeseball entertainment to where it's like intentionally trying to be as bad as possible so yes when yes. you watch it in that aspect i don't think i can ever love one of those i can just right, really right. like them it's like a moped this movie i'll yeah. ride it but i won't tell anybody how fun it was <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. uh-huh perfect uh i'm i'm pretty much of the same mind as you two guys it's one mm-hmm. of those things where on imdb or letterboxd i'm giving this a low number rating because i can't say you know this is a six or a seven out of ten movie right. obviously it's right it's, it's a lower quality movie but that's why we changed our rating because this is something that i really did like i i definitely would not say it's something that i love but in a weird way when you stack this up against other movies that I would say were in the like it category, this is something I could see myself possibly watching again, just because mm. of the fact that it's a stupid thing that you kind of laugh at and have fun with. Um, so it has like that rewatchability in that sort of way, but it's not good. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's well, like what Court said, you've seen of one, you yeah. kind of seen them all kind of deal and you kind of, mm-hmm. you know, you can go like, oh, you can read the title of one of these movies and say, all right, I got the whole thing. I know, yeah, I know yeah. exactly what's it, going on. It really, I mean, it wears its heart on its sleeve. It's if, Sure, sure. If you don't like that kind of movie, this is very obviously going to tell you this is what kind of movie we are. It's 
Sharktopus yeah. versus Terracuda, a love story. <laughs> Well, and you can fast forward story. to the good stuff, like all the good monster fights and things like that. And when I say sure. when I say good monster fights, I mean the for this film good. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. yeah. If you skip ahead to that stuff, then like you'll have a good time because I've watched highlights reels of these films, so I kind of know mm -hmm. some of the monsters and what they do. It used to be like back in the day when you would watch the soup, you know, mm -hmm. like they would mm -hmm. always have the whatever ridiculous thing was in the movie of the week as one of their segments. And I would see that, and then I would go find, like, a highlight reel on YouTube or something of some of yeah. these. And that's really where they become the most fun, is where you distill it down to the essence of the fun of just the monster mashup stuff that they yeah, do. Yeah, right. Oh, for sure. Yes, yes. Yeah, and, and all the pseudoscience bullshit is, is just funny, too, when they're... Yeah, know, it is. They it's, try and throw out this, stuff about how science this, doesn't really work. This is actual science, <laughs> though. I mean, there's proven fact that you can take DNA from a shark... And an octopus and a hybrid of sharktopus. That's a thing that you can do. <laughs> I would like to get one of those actually. That'd be sweet. <laughs> right? Or or like I said, at least a toy. I mean oh, I'd yeah, buy yeah. it. <laughs> I'd buy it in heartbeat, actually. That's right. <laughs> Seriously though, if somebody does have a sharktopus tattoo out there, I need to see this. If you're listening yeah. to this, <laughs> I need you to post it on Facebook and like tag me or put it in Paul and Marco's yeah. group because I have to yeah, see that you have a sharktopus tattoo. That's awesome. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I mean it's a cool ass design for sure. There's, uh, yeah, of of the two monsters in this movie, I was definitely Team Sharktopus. Yeah, Terracuda yes. looks stupid as shit. Yeah, I could go say fuck itself. Sure. <laughs> he looked like the, uh, a large Pokemon. That's what he looked like. Right. <laughs> that stupid flying thing with a tail. Yeah. And some dumb triangles on its back. Right. <laughs> Sharktopus had spikes that came out of its gills. I mean, he had he had spikes and tentacles. Come on. I know, right? With spikes on the end of them. <laughs> yeah. I know yes. that was the best yeah. that it had spikes at the end of the tentacles. Yeah. It also needs to be able to stab the tentacle through you, as it does several <laughs> times. And make a, a puppet out of you. <laughs> like it did to Conan and before it ripped off yes. his head. That was awesome. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but cool. Well, I'm glad that, that everyone enjoyed this to to yeah. some degree. Sure, sure. Um, why don't we take a little break and we will come back to talk about our second shark movie. What is going on? Keep your mouth shut. What is that thing? It looks like a dinosaur. Well, you're half right. It's also a barracuda. It's a hybrid like your sharktopus. Where did it come from? Well, Dr. Symes here created it. Another perfect weapon gone haywire. Oh, that's great, Ham. Just tell her everything. So what? You set sharktopus loose to try and kill it, and now they're both out of control. Pretty much. Hey, what's up? over for dinner who are you having over for dinner the bouncing souls the bouncing souls yeah the bouncing souls those fucking new jersey mooches they're not mooches yes they are they only go on tour so they can eat other people's food don't you know that i'm just making them dinner well you better lock your goddamn freezer i'll tell you right now they don't want anything in our freezer they're scum i tell you right I now mean, they're homeless people they're not homeless they're in a van they're bleeding france it's the same thing shark attack shark attack what about I told you they'd eat every goddamn Sorry. thing in the house. There's the no chicken in the biscuits. They ate all the yoo-hoo. What the hell are you Sorry. thinking? Don't ever invite them back again. Are you a moron? Oh shit, they're coming back. No! 
All right, so we are back, and during the break, we were talking a little bit about people who will uh, kind of go to great extremes and be sleazeballs in order to accomplish whatever mission they're trying to accomplish. So that kind of ties into our next movie, which is going to be <laughs> Sand Sharks. Mm -hmm. And I think Marco might have a little bit of a synopsis for us. Yeah, l let me do the synopsis here. Yeah, you're right. So uh, um, I know where this has been filmed, so I'm going to try to avoid because of the. So in Catalina Island is where they filmed this. But um, the mayor of this island is suffering, you know, for economical distress, I guess. Right. And residents are kind of doing things. And I guess they've had shark attacks on this island before and i don't know if there's a prequel to this movie but the premise is they've had shark attacks and it's kind of killed the economy a little bit so the mayor's son comes in from the mainland uh and with like a scheming uh a, a plan for his dad say look we're gonna put on like you know like a burning man thing here or a you know Lollapalooza kind of deal festival here at this island it's going to generate tons of money um come to find out that it's you know the guy parker lewis uh is the son and uh he owes the mob money so he's got to make money himself plus exploit the island that his dad's the mayor of and try to make this mm -hmm. whole money to save his life and all that stuff so you know he goes and he, the dad agrees the mayor agrees and they're going to put on this huge festival called the sandman festival it's going to be the biggest ever you know uh, it's going to get everybody out of debt it's going to save the island the residents going to love them it's gonna, everybody's going to forget about their shark problem. Well, we have a shark problem on this on this island, but <laughs> it's this evolved shark called the sand shark who moves through sand, not water, uh, and has developed, uh, you know, through evolution or whatever it is. I don't think it's really a biological weapon like the last movie or it was a toxic spill. I think it was just an evolved shark that moves yes. through sand, you know. And they do pseudoscience to kind of explain how it moves through sand. Explained um, by Brooke Hogan in the worst possible way to make it believable. <laughs> yeah, Sorry yeah. to cut you off, but I had to no, say no, that. No, that was, that was actually yeah. my next statement. And Brooke Hogan was the scientist who discovers this new species and tells everybody what this is. What are you working on? <sighs> okay, so remember how I said I wasn't sure, but I thought that the tooth might be a baby tooth? Yep, but you also said it was too big to be a baby tooth. Oh, it's definitely a baby tooth. The scary part about it is just how much of a baby this thing really is. Our ferocious, flesh-eating fish is just a newborn pup. What? I mean, this thing was huge. How is that possible? The proof is in the biology. It's not prehistoric. Though sharks are like alligators and they've been around for 450 million years, this thing isn't a fossil. It's a predator that has evolved to wear sand like a coat and travel through it like water. How does it swim? It's all in the skin. Its placoid scales have evolved to give them hydrodynamic advantages in the sand, thus reducing turbulence and friction. Basically, it uses the tiny vortices in its scales to suction cup from one grain to the next, and it sucks out the water, which is why it seemingly likes to attack at night, because that's when the sand is colder and more moist. Well, lucky for us, this thing is dead. Um, yeah, about that. This baby is dead. But keep in mind that it was a newborn, just spawned. So that means that mommy is probably out there looking for her lost pup. This almost beat by beat goes along with Jaws. 
movie. You know, there's a lot of Jaws references. I mean, almost to the kill of mm-hmm. the, you know, spoiler alert, they, they kill the shark or did they? But right. um, uh, yeah, it's almost beat by beat. There's a lot of Jaws references through the whole movie, right? There's a, right. Uh, you got Parker Lewis can't lose, who, like Paul said, obviously can't <laughs> lose. <laughs> so, um, At least in this hey. movie. We are yeah, we're exactly. all winners for having him in this movie. <laughs> Corwin, yeah, it's Corwin Nemec uh, who played Parker Lewis. That's, we're just going to refer to him as Parker Lewis because that was awesome in the, uh, back in the day. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, stars Brooke Hogan also. I don't know if she's done any other movies like this or is this in the middle of her singing career or whatever. Um, I, I don't know, but I – well, this was 2012, but I did see oh, on her okay, credits yeah. that she's in that, that Glow TV show, which I've never watched, yeah, but I hear yeah, is a wrestling. good show, so – Glow is mm-hmm. quite awesome, and I think she would actually be good in Glow. Um, right. I don't know she if doesn't... she was in season one or season two because I don't. I never really pay attention to Brooke Hogan, to be honest. Right. <laughs> right. But right. now that I ha- have seen her in this film and I know that she's in Glow, I'm going to be rewatching it soon, so I'll get back to your audience at some sure, point. Sure. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Maybe she's just going to show up in season three. That's what I'm thinking because I don't remember her in season one or two. She wasn't one of the featured ladies. Right. Right. She's pa- Probably plays a better wrestler than a marine biologist. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, I think uh, I, I think I more than on once, that. more than once in her pseudoscience explanations, she ended by saying and stuff like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. Because like, she ran gotta... out of dialogue and then improvised, and her improvisation is and stuff like that or something like that. I got to check the DNA and other stuff like that. You know? Yeah, I, I got to check the carbon tests. dating and stuff yeah. like that. She could have just been like, like I have to go return some videotapes. It would have worked much better. (laughs) (laughs) I got overdue library books and, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, Right, right. Yeah, so that's basically the premise of the movie, Sand Sharks. Yes. They're trying to ruin everybody's party. And uh, uh, the Sandman Festival is going to be the biggest ever. Save everybody. What uh, what did you think of this one, Court? What was your initial thoughts? All right, first of all, it's glaringly obvious that Jaws is – the script that they basically hung their story yes. on and they did oh, yeah. like they yes. did one of those things where they imported the script from jaws as a pdf and like or scanned it in or whatever like <laughs> scanned it as text and then yeah. they mm-hmm. basically did a find replace on yep. yep on where the shark attacks were happening and then somehow accidentally typed sand and they were like wait <laughs> we've got it it's brilliant so the sharks right. can Separate swim in us. sand so they yeah. like they're like okay well if the shark the sharks can swim in sand then we have to make all the kills work like an animal that moves very easily through the sand, like a desert yeah, like water, creature, yeah. like it's like water. Tremors. Yeah, and they took so they took tremors and they took the mm-hmm. Jaws script and they started doing find replaces and they just basically randomly started cutting and pasting <laughs> and that's yeah. how sand sharks got made. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, the geologist character from from Tremors is basically what Brooke Hogan's character is because <laughs> that geologist character sprouts off a ton of dialogue about how these things are probably able to work. And how does she know all of this other than she's just a geologist? So she somehow knows a lot about Precambrian life forms and how they're going to operate. And Brooke Hogan's the exact same way, except the actress who plays the character of the doctor in Tremors, you actually can believe what she has to say because she delivers the dialogue well. Whereas Brett Hogan just kind of looks like, I'm I'm like hearing stuff and I'm bored. I mean, like, yeah, right, right. One of the ways that I would suggest to improve this film definitely is you take Corman Nemec and you take Brooke Hogan and you flip them. You make her right. play the disaffected, yeah. like, in a lot of debt party person who's trying right. to do all the planning. And then you make Corman Nemec spurt out all the pseudoscience 
and he could actually oh, yeah, yeah. give it some gravitas and it would actually work and she would be perfect yeah. for the party girl like mm -hmm. person trying mm -hmm. to like you know that does all these event plannings and is like a total like sleaze bag and you know all of yeah. that stuff oh and yeah 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 you could still That's have it idea. you could still have it be to where like her ex-girlfriend is the the sheriff deputy who they're still kind of in love and like she mm -hmm. left her in the lurch with a bunch of debt and then like her love interest is still the lawyer who was uh you know showing up and like being all like controversial and weird towards him and standoffish right. like you could still yes. do that dynamic oh yeah yeah and then Definitely. you know for those of us that are perverts you're like hey lesbians all right you don't even have to see them doing anything <laughs> all right. it's just the thought that you know two girls are gonna you know just the grab thought. a cup yes. that's all i need Yes, yes. The, the two girls. Yes. They're going to grab a cup and it'll be good. No, 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 no. Back, back. Uh, <laughs> I have heard uh, something on your show about uh, scissor enthusiasts. <laughs> that so is bad. I can see, yeah. see that apply here <laughs> yes, in this yes. particular that, scenario it, it, you've laid out. Right. <laughs> that should right. be a reoccurring theme, yeah. But <laughs> once it starts going full swing into the Jaws ripoff, right. like, Whenever they have the Quint knockoff guy literally uh -huh. delivering <laughs> Quint's lines and acting literally. like Quint. I love that yes. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, once he shows up, I'm like, all right, okay, so this is the, like, I realize that this movie is now, once he shows up, that's when I'm like, okay, so this movie is a notch below the Sharktopus Terracuda, which I didn't think was possible, and and it's it's not like a, it's not like a notch notch, it's like a full notch, like, like you had oh, to yeah. put another hole in your belt below notch, right. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And like, once I got to that level, I'm like, okay, so this is just stupid, because the shark attacks in the sand even though it was dumb i was just kind of like you know what if that was something that you saw that would be horrifying and if right. i if i let that yeah. go for tremors why not for this you know yeah, yeah. Why, and why? some of them were pretty right. funny too where they're just like they were hey look over here and then just behind someone's back the fucking shark just jumps out of the sand and snatches somebody yeah right. some of them were actually kind of comically timed my, to my where like oh, that's pretty funny my personal favorite was the guys that were like basically forcing a girl to press her naked breasts into the sand so they could see the outlines of them. <laughs> yeah. For the like the shark sculpture that they did, and then the shark yes. the shark comes swimming out and grabs her and bites <laughs> the shit out of her before she pops her top. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, right was, through the shark. That kill actually made me go, "What the fuck?" And then I laughed my <laughs> ass off. Like the jump scare kills in this were great because they come out yeah. from under the ground, and that's yes. what that's the best parts of Tremors is when. Somebody just gets sucked into the ground all of a sudden. Right. Mm -hmm. But this was like a constant Samuel L. Jackson getting killed <laughs> mid-speech for every kill. And like that part was fun. But I'm yeah. like, but at the end of the like the end of the day, like when I'm watching this, I'm like, this is so dumb. Like, how much dumber can this get? And then yeah, it right. just keeps going there. Like and it just <laughs> keeps getting dumber. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like and I'm like, I wanna be mad about this, but at the same time, like I'm watching a movie about sharks that can swim in sand. This is my right. fault. I'm doing this to myself. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is my fault. Yeah. yeah, I can't really blame the movie, can we? Yeah. Right. Well, it almost starts to feel like uh, this one. I feel like almost starts to fall into that territory of like they're just trying so many different things and it and just like failing at everything. Yeah. It's like, are they trying to make a good movie or are they trying to make a bad movie, and just you know succeeding at being bad or or are they trying to be good and they're just keep getting dumber and dumber and there's just a lot of weird bits that for no reason are in there like that whole sequence of him carrying the heavy ass suitcase to the beach right. and then he's going the wrong direction and he carries it for the super long time and he's like which way is it to the beach and she's like that way <laughs> which is the way he came from and turns around and walks back i'm like what the fuck is it with him carrying the heavy cases <laughs> like well, those were yeah, supposed right. to be the record speakers, right? Like, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was setting up, like, after the initial death of the 
shark, which the shark bit into a high voltage wire that <laughs> a man was turned plugging it. in at the same time, and it turned him into glass. Yes. From the heat. Yes. Because yes. I guess part of their skin is sand, so that it reacts like sand does and can be turned into glass <laughs> with high heat. If you melt it, I suppose. Like, I, I think that's what was supposed to happen, but Brooke Hogan was explaining it so badly, I just tuned out, and I'm like, oh, yeah. right, whatever, just move on, you know? So, just to be clear, you want to lure the sharks upstream and onto the beach, and then melt the sand with electricity, thus trapping them in a glass prison. That's about right? Aye. You're gonna need a bigger beach, Angus. Uh-uh. This is me sandbox. I first saw him sharks 30 years ago, diving at the bottom of the ocean. I knew back then it was a matter of time before they came ashore. This is insane. There's no way this is gonna work. What do you mean, no way? All we need's a fuel hot enough to melt sand and the right bait to lure the sharks in here. Well, they needed something to burn really super hot in order to turn the sharks into glass. Which he yeah. just happened to have napalm for some fucking reason. Well, that's what I was just gonna say. Look, you just had a shark that was that was killed by electricity. That it worked. You couldn't mimic that. You had to bring napalm into the story and be like, "We yeah, need yeah. napalm, which will burn so hot that'll turn this whole place into glass and kill them all." I'm like, you couldn't just live wire the place out and just electrocute them. It's, <laughs> I don't it's, know. It, it's wet sand. All you just need is some seriously like high voltage. I mean. Mm -hmm. They could yeah. have, like, and what they should have done is, like, during the high voltage thing, you know, they killed them like they did, and then they have that last shark, which they had to do the serious Jaws ripoff with that with the last bit of the napalm tank. Yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, right. And what was that line, like, eat this, you sand of a bitch or something sand like that? Sand of a beach. Like, yeah, a something bitch. stupid like that. Yeah, or sand of a beach or something like that. Like, that line, I was like, okay, uh -huh. fuck you, movie. I was letting you go with everything else. But that line, I'm like, nope, you ruined it. You ruined it. Yeah. Eat this, you sand of a bitch! Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many puns in this movie, but yeah, that sand of a... I think it's sand of a bitch. I think, yeah. Know, eat this, you sand of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, I was, yeah, oh. I was just like jaw open going like, what? Like, why? And this made it through? Yeah. Yeah. But what I was thinking was if they did it with the electricity, Brooke Hogan could have tossed like a transformer in there. That had like a mm -hmm. charger or something, you know, like they they could have just they, think they, they could have like knocked over a telephone pole that had the transformer, like that had all the power, or they're in a power substation there, that like right. you know houses the light that like powers the lighthouse, and they the shark comes up <laughs> through there and it knocks over a transformer or a capacitor that stores all this electricity and then shoots it and that turns it into glass or or whatever something. Right. But you're way you're making way too much sense. Right. Way I, know. Too much. <laughs> I know. Maybe if I yeah. maybe if I explain it like Brooke Hogan, right? Uh, like so like <laughs> they use electricity and um and stuff. And like yeah. things happen that it like I don't glass or something. I don't know. Here's a, well, like, yeah, a chunk of sand glass. Hot, it turns the glass. Yeah. But I'm just saying like they're 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 forming a plan on how to how do we kill these things? It's like but you just had one get killed 2 minutes ago. Uh, you couldn't replicate that and it's I think it'd be harder Oh, I the guy. Why does he have napalm on him? Just, just cause? Yeah. Well, he's into some shady shit, right? So he bought yeah. napalm and he's selling weapons. Probably yeah. selling. He probably is dealing in weapons to I try know. and make some of the money back. He's clearly mobbed up in some way, shape, or form, and he must be some kind of like low-level arms dealer and party planner. I, I guess. Know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he's like a jack of all trades, but like really bad at everything he does. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, it, by the way, he was good. Oh um, yeah, Parker. Yeah, he was. He was really hamming it up, and uh, it he, fit he was, the character so well. Much yeah, better in this than Robert really, Carradine was in Sharktopus yes. and Terracuda. Like he oh, is yeah, the yeah. shining thing that keeps us going in this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I believed he was this shyster kind of dude that was just out there and you know uh, yeah. scamming, scam his own, you know, his own dad, and it, you know, kind of like taking advantage. And you know, he was on the run, so this was like his last thing, ditch effort to make money for to save his own life. Um, you know, <laughs> that was kind of cool how he just took you know Rob Peter to pay Paul kind of stuff. You know, and. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I bought into his character. I enjoyed him a lot in this movie. And like I said, when I text Paul, it's like, why isn't he like, he's good. You know, he should be right. making more mainstream. He should be in the mainstream unless he's got some sort of track record that doesn't sit well with producers or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Well, like I said, he was just in that one that I saw where mm-hmm. he actually played the scientist role. And he was great right, in right. that, too. I mean, he, he works in this role and he worked in the scientist role. Right. So he definitely is is really the the thing that carries this movie like like Cork yeah. had said. Again, without um, him, I don't know I don't know how I would have made through. Yeah, I, he, was, I wanted... he was the comic relief that we needed and the oh, shit right, that right. he was doing was actually Absolutely. funny. And the interactions <laughs> yeah. with him and the Quint knockoff guy was fucking yeah. glorious. <laughs> I love yes. that stuff. That I could watch that like all day. It's just like yeah, when yeah. Brooke Hogan would interject and you're like, "Really?" Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and the and the stupid cop brother guy, the sheriff, like he was kind of oh, just boring goodness. too. Well, he was he was, like he was there to be beefcake to be attracted to Brooke Hogan, and he was supposed to be her love interest. Right. How much how much cooler would it have been where like I don't know the Quint guy and the sheriff guy get together, and then Brooke Hogan's like, oh well, there goes all my hopes, I suppose. <laughs> like that would have like you could have played it off like a little tongue-in-cheek and a little fun but at the same time it could have been like you know like you could have had them be like love is love to like brooke hogan if she has an issue with it you know right and then like like the one guy sacrifices himself for the other you know and then the sheriff lives and then the sheriff (laughs) starts looking at brooke hogan and going well i guess you're okay now (laughs) (laughs) that could have been fun um we yes. did at least brooke hogan's character what the hell her name was like sandy powers or some bullshit sandy powers yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> dr sandy powers uh of course her name was sandy um yeah yeah right. i i had said how there was a little roger corman shout out which she did the the little like oh it seems like it's a prehistoric shark like something from a bad b movie she's like right. not a roger corman fan and he's like who i never heard of him so don't go getting all roger corman on me yet who Obviously, you're not a B movie fan. Nope. So I thought that was kind of cool that they threw that in at least, but yeah, those little kind of winks and nods are always fun. That mm-hmm. was that was the thing that this movie seemed like it was doing a little bit more, where it was like we actually are trying to pay tribute to these kinds of movies. So the pandering that we're doing is to try and like you know activate those nostalgia feels for those of you that like these kind of movies. It, mm-hmm. it, it felt like they were trying to pander in that direction, not like they're like this is intentionally bad. I think it's mm-hmm. just right. that. I think it's just that they fundamentally missed the mark on a lot of different yep. levels. Like they were trying really hard to entertain you and they just kept failing at it. And like, yeah. you feel, you feel bad for them as a movie where you're like, come on slugger. You're going to entertain me. I believe yeah, in yeah. you. Come on. You can do it. <laughs> and it just doesn't quite get there. And it's just like, like overall yeah. just kind of disappointing the entire time, but yeah. not sure. Sure. Not like horribly. So it's just right. kind of like, Oh shit. Right. We cooked the pizza with the fucking wrapper still on it. Kind of disappointing. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good analogy. That's good. Yeah, it's really good. Like oh, the cardboard's shit. still on the bottom, but we took the cellophane <laughs> off. 
So right. it, it tastes kind of weird, but we're still going to eat still, it. Yeah, I'm still going to eat it because it's pizza, right. even though it's kind of ruined. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what was I, I was going to say? I love the – I kind of joked about it before, but they – they finally are kicking off this festival, and they're like, thousands of college kids are going to be storming the beaches. And then they go, and it's like 50 kids. <laughs> like, greatest. Just they dancing. Greatest. They didn't even film it either to make it look like 50 kids were a lot. Like, what you can do where you get in close with the crowd and, like, really move right, around. Right. Yeah, they yeah. did, like, these the- really sweeping wide shots that shows that you have, like, very densely packed 50 people max. Yeah. Maybe yeah. 30. <laughs> And they have the scene where the sheriff is running through the crowd, like, come on, get out of the way. I got an emergency. And it's it's just, like, totally stupid because he could have just, like, stepped to the left and there's nobody there and just yeah, ran straight I through. Did. They film it that the, way. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah. it just totally reveals that there's, like, nobody to the left of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then when they're, everybody's running, you see it all in different directions, like, towards the camera, away from the camera, left, right. And they keep repeating this pattern. You see the same guy running left. See the same guy mm-hmm. running right. And then it's like, okay, it's just pandemonium panic. And I get what they were trying to do because that's only the extras they had. But, like, <laughs> the sheriff is running this way. Why is there people running with the sheriff? You know, like, know. go opposite way. Yeah, and I love during, during the party they were just repeating the same canned party noise sound yes. effects. Yes. It was just like, oh, God. hey, yeah, we're at a party. All right. Yeah, hey, yeah, best. all right, we're at a party. It was just like Sand the same clip yeah. like throw over and over again. Oh, and I then the same that. with the screams. When they started screaming, it was they uh-huh. played like the same three women scream tracks over right. and over again. <laughs> and it was nondescript, just general techno beat that they probably hit a demo button on a keyboard and cranked yeah. up yeah, the bass. Right. And yep. then, then yep. they had the party noises over top of it. I was just waiting for him to be like, when I say hey, you say ho. And he <laughs> yeah. yells into hey, and then you hear a comp. Like like they stole it right out of like hip hop hooray or something and they're like oh <laughs> you just hear it yep, in the yep. background like really badly dubbed yeah right yeah he did have well, the tagline of there ain't no party like a Sandman party because a Sandman party something something I was like oh please stop just stop <laughs> I love how they were gonna call it the Seaman Festival or the Seaman <laughs> Festival for like ages until the first shark attack and then they decided to change it to Sandman yeah yeah, yeah that was actually funny where like they're just Staying semen festival the entire time and nobody's even drawing attention to it or even making it like the, that it's as tongue-in-cheek as it is it's when they right. do that kind of stuff with these kind of films that i'm like yeah i'm in that's hilarious yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I know. they should have left it in absolutely <laughs> uh so i guess uh, before we wrap up do you guys have any other final thoughts or or not final thoughts but just kind of like random things from the movie or funny stuff that you um, wanted to point out or call attention to uh, I'll tell you what I wanted. Uh, like, would have been kind of cool to get a little bit of a like that belt notch that Court was talking about a little bit higher. Would have been if when they napalm. Spoiler alert: when they napalmed the sharks, you know, mm-hmm. and they had that big glass thing. Would have been very cool. Would have this been cool if it turned into a sharks uh, like a, like a glass statue in the background, and then they had the Sandman party in front of it, like that whole backdrop kind of deal. Oh, and they, cool! And could, that would have been. <laughs> awesome like they still sandman part is it still saved the island they didn't have to have that ending that you know the uh smile of sand of a beach kind of ending they could have had this huge glass sculpture shark sand shark sculpture 
napalm and then people dancing in front of it with a stage and it saved the day kind of deal. And that it could have been, been cool. shitty wireframe CGI that was clear that you could kind of see through. And we all would have been like, that's yeah. awesome because they're celebrating their victory over these sharks. Yeah, that's a great right, idea, right. Marco. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> awesome. I was waiting for that. Like, I, throughout the film, when as soon as they brought in napalm and the glass, I was like, okay, that's what they're going to do. But now we didn't get that. <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about is the modified flamethrower. How the fuck, yes. how the fuck did he take an M16 with a grenade launcher on it and turn it into a flamethrower? Like, it doesn't even have the parts for that. Like, I could see I him modifying, like... I know. Like like a like a weird like metallic sprayer that's supposed to be used for brining or or something and like maybe turning that into a flamethrower but like how the fuck did the M16 grenade launcher I know. and did you notice yeah. that it was a plastic gun that was melting from the fire shooting out of it in some of the scenes? yeah yeah <laughs> it was so Which, bad this that's what I wrote down as I was like how is it so hot that it's shooting napalm fire to melt the sand but it doesn't melt the gun like obviously right. it was melting it a little bit but in reality if it was so hot to melt sand it would melt a real gun i'm pretty sure oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like how the fuck what the fuck like that's not how napalm works that's not how any of no, that works right they would have had they to got spread... the parts on ebay yeah. right. napalm napalm is like this jelly like substance when it's done right like like it doesn't spray like that i could see him using a makeshift flamethrower to light the napalm soaked sand sure right. I'll buy that, hey, but hey. that's not yeah. what they did. <laughs> that's not how nope. this works. That's not how nope, any nope. of this works. <laughs> I know. Yep, that was uh, that was one of my last notes too. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Pretty insane. And yeah. also, uh, I like when they had the they tried to fake that they had caught the shark. It was yeah. like totally the thing from Jaws, but it was just like the sleazeball <laughs> guy that had a dead shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he Don't worry, it's a, on a movie crew, right? Yeah. Yeah, yes. he's like, don't worry, it's a real dead shark. It was an actor on Shark Attack 3, and it wasn't. It tried to eat one of the other actors or something, so we had to shoot it. Yeah. I'm like, they don't use real sharks in movies. That's, that's fucking not a thing either. <laughs> Apparently, for like, the Shark Attack movies, it is a real thing. Right. Yeah. And if it acts up, they have to shoot it. Right. <laughs> Which I could see for, like, a land animal, but for, like, a shark, shouldn't you just release it into the wild? <laughs> I know. <laughs> exactly. I know. What is this cannibal holocaust? Yeah, really. To shoot real animals for the movie? Yeah, they, no kidding. So they put the shark down, and it's like, I love how like this is the one time that Brooke Hogan delivers her dialogue properly, where she goes through and she's like, the tooth size doesn't match, even though it was a baby tooth for a tiger shark, and this is a tiger shark. These teeth are nowhere near the right size, and this is a full-grown shark. And then she yeah, like yeah. goes through this whole dialogue, and like she hits it well and hits all the points correctly. And then when someone tries to, like, shoot her down, she's like, also, this shark has clearly been dead for over a week. Yes. Yep. And then you just yes. see, like, like Corman Nemec's crew, they all, like, they all look down at the ground, and you just, you could hear the, <laughs> yeah. right after that. I know, they just start kicking rocks and being all nervous. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean. Yeah, it was like our gang all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I guess I can, I can kick us off here with my final sure. thoughts. And I would say this one, I'm going to say that I also like this one, but I would maybe go just slightly below where I would be with right. the shark to puss versus Terracuda. The, the main thing in this one, I, I like some of the characters and stuff better, I think, are, are played a little more comically and cheesy, which I like a little better. But mm -hmm. the sharks are just fucking not really that cool in this, where the other one... Yeah. yeah, a lot of the stuff was kind of dumb, and they didn't do a ton of shark attacks, but 
the shark to puss was way cooler than a sand shark. Um, a lot of stuff is just you see the dumb fin like swimming around in the water or somebody just disappears and there's like a, <laughs> a blob of blood or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so there were some fun moments with it where they would jump up and grab the person and stuff. But the the actual sharks themselves or the shark attacks really, <laughs> I think, took away from the fact that the characters worked kind of decently in this movie. At least a lot of them did. Yeah. Including what was with the, the mayor's his real name was Edgar Allan Poe the fourth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. that? it was. Yeah, I don't. It was. I don't know what that was all about. I know that was his real name, not the actor name. I was like, hmm, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I would say I like this one. But again, it's not good. It's it's not something you know I'm, I'm rating high. Right. It's something I could see you watching again to like laugh at it or to to you know have a good time with the the characters more so than anything else in this movie. But it's uh. It's nothing special, really, for sure. Right. Uh, what do you think, Marco? Oh, yeah, dude. Um, I, I, I almost want to like, create a new category called meh category because it's like <laughs> saying it's you like it and you don't like it. it there's some, ca- there's some, uh, it, I guess, uh, uh, meaning behind it, you know, because uh, it's in, yeah, it's in yeah. that thing where I, I don't want to say I don't like it. There's a lot of reasons why I don't like this movie, but there's also reasons why this is in that shark realm movie of, I get the caveat, right? I like it, mm-hmm. but it's way below um, Sharktopus. I thought, like I said, I thought the acting in this one, besides Brooke Hogan, I thought you know, some of it saved the film a little bit. Like, I, I was actually more into the characters versus the monsters uh, the, or the shark. And you did get poorer CGI in this movie than you did Sharktopus. It was possible. Right. The sharks look horrible. <laughs> they were just like, I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, really, I, I, <laughs> I, I almost couldn't do better. <laughs> so, and I'm not, and I don't, and I don't know a lick of CGI, but no, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, so, uh, there was one more thing that, uh, I guess, you know, we, we find out that there was more than one shark. There was multiple sharks or five or six little baby ones. And then the mother shark came at the end. And again, I, my, my brain goes to like, Oh my God, it's going to be a huge thing. It's going to bust out of the mountains, poor CGI, whatever it is. And it's just be unstoppable. And it turned about when <laughs> you saw this huge fin flying over the little cliff there. And it's actually smaller than the sharks that we were fighting, you know, to be know. a mother shark. So, yeah, I think I it was supposed to be that it was a land shark and it could swim in solid ground and mountains. And that was what made it terrifying because it was going across the top of the mountains. <laughs> and if yeah. that one got away, then no one was safe or something. I, I see. I got you. I got you. I know. But they yeah. did that really poorly. Like, I thought they were setting up, like, and what would have been a good ending is if they just did, like, a giant goddamn shark. You see the fin go across yeah. the mountains, and then the movie cuts. I thought they were going to yeah. do that, and I would have been done. like, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, do done. It. No, they didn't do it. And uh, um, But, yeah, so I'm going to put this at a very, very, very low like. You know, like, okay, right. uh, out of the shark mo- I like it. It, it, was, it was fun, entertaining. It was actually, like, fun to bash on it, you know, if that, that – that's you know it's it's fun to make fun of it it was fun to hate it you know you're right so for sure uh what yeah, do you think yeah. court i kind of like marco's new category of meh where it's like <laughs> i don't yeah i don't i didn't care enough about this fucking movie to hate it <laughs> yeah and i don't right. i don't care about this movie like enough to like really say that i i loved it either it's just kind of like right. It's a thing that I watched almost like it's right. just like it's just like middle of the road right there. There's some yeah. really great moments. I had way more fun talking about it with you guys yes. than yes. actually oh, yeah. watching it. And I think that's really the niche of what these movies are where 100%. It's, it's like water cooler time where it's like, did you see this shit during Shark Week? Oh, my God. You got to see this one. 
Like, I think right. that's where the bread and butter <laughs> for these movies are. So, like, it's exactly what you want it to be for that kind of thing, where it's the thing sure, that you yeah. discuss, where it's like, this is the shit that I watched. Um, this is the kind of thing I would put on if I can't sleep at night, which happens to me way too often because of my insomnia. Right. Just, just right. basically to mark the time of, like, okay, I've been awake for exactly a Sand Sharks <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, yeah, or or put it in on like put it on in the background when you're like hand washing the fucking dishes in the kitchen or yeah. you know you're you're cleaning up the house mm-hmm. or or you're doing some other chores or like um I don't know like for me I'm working on my battle vest I'm sewing some more patches on so I got to have some background noise so I'll throw right. on sand sharks what the fuck like that it's that yeah, kind yeah. of movie where it's like it's just a thing that exists that you can watch and then just like talk about later on about how bad it was that's all mm-hmm. this was made for and that's exactly what it does so it's like mm-hmm. It's it's like a I don't even want to say it's like a non like or a like it's just like a it's there it's just there it just exists yeah it's it's mm-hmm. let's just let's say it's just adequate I'll give it that rating it's it's <laughs> adequate it's a it's adequately a movie <laughs> <laughs> perfect right and it I picked exists. this one too I picked it so. I backed you on it dude I'm like this looks really <laughs> stupid let's do it oh yeah yeah and, and, well, and I mean, it is one stupid. of my reasons of picking it was Brooke Hogan was in it and I wanted to see her act I, I just I was weak I was weak <laughs> you wanted to watch her die yeah. you wanted to see if I, she would die in the movie and I was all I was for that hoping. too yes yeah. I was hoping <laughs> and that's I mean that's kind of why you watch this kind of movie is you see somebody you're like oh I wonder how they're gonna bite it from the shark to puss <laughs> sand yes. shark thing whatever you know <laughs> And then I want to see her. I want to see her do a leg drop. <laughs> and that's what makes this inadequate. Is like it doesn't even deliver on that. Like you don't even get to see her die. She no. makes it all the way through. They kill Corman Nemec because they yeah. can't afford to pay him for the end of the movie. <laughs> and apparently they couldn't right. pay him enough money to say you sand of a bitch. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nope. But they you still said it. it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I think you know obviously this one is not going to break through in the. Uh, the total gem status, but it's definitely not yeah, the yeah. worst of this type of stuff. I know there was a few that I watched trailers that were just like, "What the fuck is going oh. on?" <laughs> oh no! You Some gotta see Blood Surf. So bad. If you so. can find it out there, Blood Surf is one of those movies where you're like, mm. "What the fuck were you thinking?" <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Take a look at this bad boy. Wow, looks like a shark tooth. It is, but I'm not sure what kind. This thing really puzzles me. Take a look at this. See the gum line? Mm-hmm. It's really soft, and the tooth is underdeveloped. It looks like a baby tooth, but it's bigger than any adult great white shark tooth I've ever seen. Well, is it a great white? It looks more like a sand tiger shark, but... Well, then, it, then it's a tiger shark. Similar in shape and density, but see the striations right here? Yeah. And then see how the tip has a jagged edge like a saw? Mm-hmm. Well, I've only seen one other tooth like that. And it was a tooth that my dad brought back from Joshua Tree of a prehistoric sand tiger shark. The Striatolamia macrata. So are you saying this is a dino shark? Um, I can't be sure. <laughs> I'd have to run other tests. You know, carbon dating, DNA, stuff like that. Before we take off, uh, I want to thank you, Court, for yes, joining us to talk about this. Oh, Jesus, this was a total blast, man. I love yeah. talking bad movies almost more than oh, I like yeah, talking yeah. good movies. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, it's, oh, it's fun for us because yeah. we don't really do bad movies that often. Yeah. Or intentionally choose them. 
So. Right. Again, this might be a recurring segment that I, I'm actually as, as I didn't have a miserable time watching these films. I actually was looking forward to like, OK, I know what I want to talk about. I knew today's recording would be fun like that because, you know, mm-hmm. just like course, you have fun just talking about bashing a movie. But you also kind of like make fun and you actually enjoy the bad stuff and laughing at sure, it. Sure, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. That's, that's exactly what these movies are. They're yeah. more than adequate for that, especially Sand yeah. Sharks. It's, it's, a, it's an <laughs> adequate movie. Right, right. Right. So before we go, I, I started to say before and then I got <laughs> okay. sidetracked. Sorry. Um, uh, well, we, you know, when you came on the show before, we talked kind of about the history of your podcast. But if you want to let everyone know now kind of what you guys are up to and, and where to find you for future and, and past episodes. Yeah, sure. The easiest way to find the podcast is just to go directly to our landing page, legionpodcasts.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. You can find the feed to subscribe and everything like that. I mean, we're in iTunes, though. We're in Stitcher. We're in all the places that you can point your podcatcher or whatever type of podcatcher you want to get, you know, with that. And if you just Google search cinema psyops, you will find more than enough places to where we're available as well. I do that every now and then just to see what pops up. And I see all these yeah, yeah. various feed aggregators out there that basically just kind of bring in podcasts and pretend like they are originating them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. From, right. From their networks and too. things like that. Um, but, I mean, the easiest route to go is just to, you know, copy the feed out of iTunes or something like that or copy it off the main page, legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. And you can just put it into your aggregator or whatever podcatcher that you use Um, right i mean we're we're out there it's real easy to find we're also on facebook we have a wonderful facebook group that has a lot of mad bastards that post all sorts of weird manipulated photography that we refer to as alternative photography which is the (laughs) most rewarding part of the show is when i become a meme for whatever reason or some (laughs) stupid thing that i said like i absolutely love it when our listeners do that they're all mad bastards for doing it but i love them for it because That's we just funny. become the weirdest fucking memes like that are inside jokes layered with inside jokes that then become inside yes, jokes yeah. talking about the memes. So it's just so uh-huh. much fun. Uh, it, it's really easy to find, you know, out there as well. And right now we are actually closing out. This is our fourth year that we're wrapping up. As of this recording, nice. we have gone 205 episodes straight without missing a weekly release. Usually on the same day. Sometimes it's delayed a day or two, depending upon life getting in the way. But every week for the last 206 weeks, we have released at least one episode uh, every week. And that trend is going to continue all the way up to close out year four. I'm going to do my best. I'm actually scheduling recordings ahead of time to work around vacations that both Matt and I are taking, my co-host. So we just wrapped up the Romero Dead series. By the time this comes out... Uh, the mm-hmm. Survival of the Dead episode will be out. And then after that, um, we're actually going to do, we have two weeks left before we close out year four. And what we decided to do was we're going to choose Matt's favorite movie and my favorite movie for those two episodes. So one movie will be Matt's choice. That'll be the first one. His favorite movie will be the next episode of 207. And okay. then after that, 208 is going to be my favorite movie of all time. And that will close out our year four. And then without even missing a beat, the following week, year five starts up. And hopefully wow. I'll have the theme song and everything done by then. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Awesome. 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 Yeah. Do you, do you, uh, do you know what Matt's favorite movie year is? Is it, or is he going to surprise you? Um, I know what it is, but I don't want to let it out there. And anybody, who, 
anybody who talks with Matt long enough will probably figure out what it is. And I'll say it mm -hmm. off mic when we're done recording. I'll tell you guys sure. what it is. Or if you want to take guesses, I'll, I'll tell you if you nail it. But, I mean, sure. it's, it's pretty easy to tell what is going to be Matt's choice. But I will say this. Uh, I had to nail down and be like, you have to tell me by this day because he kept going <laughs> back and forth from like 10 different movies as to what his favorite movie is. <laughs> right. And if you know Matt, that is so fucking Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, damn. All right. Cool. Very cool. No, it's cool. I, I um, have been listening to your show mm -hmm. since I found you guys a couple of years ago. And obviously, like I said, we talked a lot about kind of how that all came about on the other episode if people want to go back and listen to sort of your history about how you had started it and some of your inspirations and stuff there was a lot more talk of that on and also confessions of, of a lot of crimes that i may or may not have committed in my youth that <laughs> allegedly I can, that i can yep. now talk about that they may or may not have happened allegedly depending upon <laughs> the statute of limitations and when they wore out exactly. they're just stories they're just stories you know yeah it's like hyperbole <laughs> Right, right, exaggerating for fun. <laughs> right, I never did any of those things, and my friends that were around me at the time will concur that we were not involved, and you can't prove anything. And we was out of town when that shit went down. Yeah, right. yeah, right, for sure. Cool. Well, yeah, it's been fun. We definitely will. Yeah, this is great. see you back here again sometime. Oh, hopefully, yeah, total. Hopefully blast. for uh, whatever that movie you guys said. What was it? Robo, robot, robot, robot jocks, robot jocks, <laughs> robot yeah. jocks. Yes. Yeah. As soon as I can find it to be able to disperse it nice. out, to gentlemen, I absolutely will. It's nice, been nice. it's been over twenty years since I've seen that film, but I but I know it by heart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, oh yeah, it's, it's just it's just I don't know what it is about it. It's it's iconic in its own way. It's not mm -hmm. bad. It's not it's practical effects. You know, it's um, right. I don't know, man. It's just it's just good. It was a good like you know dystopian future kind of deal and how wars were fought and uh, I don't know. It's great. So if you could find it, I'm indebted to you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it's it's what I do. I track down things, even if I have to like use Google Translator and go to like Amazon and fucking Germany <laughs> to get it. I'll do it. Nice, right. Nice. Yes. Cool. Cool. All uh, right. Well, obviously, if you are listening to this, you know how to find the podcast. We have coming up on our next episode, episode forty, which I think is already planned mm -hmm. and scheduled. So that should be out within a week of this coming out. And I guess, um, well, what else? We want to plug our networks along with Legion podcasts like Court. We also can be found on the Raw Live and Unedited podcast network and on the Padded Room podcast network. And I think that will pretty much cover everything for tonight. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Enjoy your Shark Week or whenever you're listening to this. Yes. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.